Radio. You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? Happy New Year. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DV Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. Seaman Trucking, we'll pack your shit for you. Go down to Pound Town, in the Pound Town. Dysfunctional. I see Janet Reno in a pink bunny suit repelling out of a helicopter with an AR-15, and I'm like, this is fucking fantastic. It puts the lotion in the basket. We are extra disgruntled tonight. I like the feeling between my butt cheeks. I have to walk around the store with a mug, and people are like, oh, what are you doing? I'm drinking coffee? Like, no, I'm smoking DB. I can use the promo code Marquee and get 0% off. <laughs> Ah, oh, hey, DV, you want to see how smart you are? Click on my ring. Yes. Get a little bit of foreskin in with that. He does talk a lot about his grandma's titties. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's probably heard a lot worse uh, out of me. I didn't see a box from Tasteful Treasures. Oh, jeez. Syrup up my mouth a little. That reminds me of a Marine joke. We'll talk quietly amongst ourselves. Good thing we didn't say you better tune in. This is one for the record books. You don't want to miss it. It's time, 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 time to get swinging at the barracks party. It is a barracks party. It's the New Year's Eve barracks party. It's December 31st, 2022, right here on DVRadio.net. WDR. I'm Bonerwood. We got a lot of people in the house tonight because we reached out to a lot of people and only one person responded and they're like, fuck y'all. Um, but we do have, <laughs> we, we do have <laughs> the frozen pig in Alaska. Oink. Can you feel the love tonight? Anyway, uh, <laughs> how y'all doing? I want some of that peyote you taking, man. That's, that's what I need. <laughs> it's something. I don't know what the hell it is. I don't know if he's at his desk, but he likes to turn wood and play with it. We got JJ. Good evening. <laughs> Can this year just be fucking done? Right. And we got the most Fuck chaotic. twenty-two. We get the most chaotic out of all of us. We got Mr. Mayhem. Good evening, folks. Hey, baby. How you doing? <laughs> doing all right, big guy. <laughs> I just want to make my point, my position clear. As far as everyone knows, I fully support Sergeant Wardog for president of the Psych Ward Gang. Psych Ward Gang! Uh, brother, <laughs> I hope you're listening. Uh, my blessings go out to you for peace and understanding and strength in this time of loss. Bless you, man. Truth there. Yeah, Sergeant Wardog isn't on tonight for a few personal reasons. And as Mayhem said, thoughts are with him and his. And uh, yeah, it's a barracks party. It's New Year's Eve. Always didn't do this show because I was like, they don't need it. And then I was like, yeah, I guess I will. Um, motherfuck not. <laughs> so how the fuck you guys doing? I know it's supposed to be barracks talk on Saturday, but we changed things this weekend because just so happened New Year's Eve is during barracks talk. So instead we decided to do the barracks party. How you guys 
week being, or weeks, I should say, because we did take another week off so I could get ready for the tribute that I still didn't finish until like two o'clock this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's been a week, man. You know, a couple of weeks for that matter. You know, we had Christmas, which was nice. We got to spend it with family, so there's that. But at the same time, you know, it's just that just that time of year where a lot of uh, veterans and stuff just don't enjoy this time. And you know, like I said, I'm kind of kind of one of those. You know, if it wasn't for family, you know, you could take this holiday and stick it up your ass. But that's just, that's just me. <laughs> you know, I was doing a really really good job of. Uh, not acknowledging that this is anniversary time for me. Yep. I was right up until about 40 minutes before the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, uh, what, uh, 2005. Uh, so this would be the 10, 15, 18th anniversary. Uh, we pulled into Sumatra off of uh, the coast of Aceh on uh, January 1st, 2005, at about 2 in the morning, and I was in a ready room at 4.30, uh, getting prepped to fly in on the first helicopter in. And, uh, yeah, January is a fucking hell month for me. Um, But that's a long time ago now, you know? And um, I hope that I'm starting to learn ways to uh, deal with the uh, memories in a in a in a non self destructive fashion. I feel you on that. I really do. Um, I think. Probably from November to about February, and then it hits back in May, and then yeah, I feel you on that. Um, but, just, and everything, everything was going good, and then yeah, and then my parade got shit on. So yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, and I'm over here stuffing my face while everybody talks. Not with cock, everybody. It's 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 cock, but it's cock tenders. It's cock tenders. It's Tinder cock. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Let's be hipster. It's Tinder cock. It's Tinder cock with uh, spicy taters on the side. Um, it's really damn good too, and it's a little yeah, softy, you know so that it's makes it even be better. Rough night. We're, um, we're six minutes in, and we're making dick jokes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, really quick before I forget. Uh, I want to thank everybody that's tuning in tonight, which I am surprised. Uh, apparently Germany's already ahead of us in, in the new year. So I hope things have already turned out well for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, uh, and we got somebody and look, uh, you know what? I think I know who this person is. <laughs> in Lichtenberg? Nope. It's, uh, it's our fed. <laughs> <laughs> it's our fed up in Washington. <laughs> Hey, FBI, fuck you. We got no, uh, involved. Happy we, fucking New Year, jackass. <laughs> we got Remember Mama, that oath you swore? We got Mama P listening down in North Kakilaki. Uh We got... Hi, Mama. We got somebody in Kentucky and up in Michigan. Kentucky so is probably the missus. She's not feeling too well today. She's got a cold. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it alone, man. I'm gonna leave it alone. 
I'm like, I told Google, I ain't going to touch that one. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. I just want to claim that right now. now I didn't say but, you had uh, anything to do with it. I was just going to say how we could deal with it, but we're we going to leave that alone. We gonna, well, we're not going to touch was, it. She was here for Christmas, and, and she left, and then she got sick. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. that's that's uh, how I the story always goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I haven't told a story on her yet that wasn't true. <laughs> well, speaking of weeks that have passed by, how's your last two weeks been, Mayhem? Uh, well, since the last show, uh, everything's been pretty cool. We went through the uh, what was it, a polar cyclone, mother of all bombs, or something? Yeah, uh, uh, apparently it's the worst winter we've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and then, uh, like right after Christmas, we got the little package in the mail, uh, from the radio show with the t-shirts and all the good stuff in it. Love the new logo and everything. Uh, of course, Mrs. Mayhem got the majority of it. (laughs) She went, this is mine. God damn it. Get your hands off of it. (laughs) Yeah. As soon as I reached for mine, that was extra. That was the extra large. She said, I can sleep in that one. So, and I've got plenty of DVR gear, so I wasn't going to object too much. But uh, <laughs> uh, we got that, and everything was great. And then I got the invite to the show, and that made it even better. Because when you miss a week with of you lunatics, it really is a long two-week period. Is it now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, JJ, by the way, man, how's your deck? Frickin' huge! <laughs> so. I've been telling the missus about it. We missed you too. Glad you're back, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. My back was out two weeks ago. I was like, I was fucked up. I was like, I couldn't handle the chair, man. Yeah. I I couldn't handle the chair. That's actually part of the reason I almost didn't do the show tonight. My back, with this weather up and down, look, if it stays one consistent, you know, temperature, for a couple of weeks, I'm okay. But with this up and down and up and down, it's like, motherfucker. <laughs> it's, it's like getting thrown up in that uh, damn, uh, what's it called at the damn carnival, the slingshot or whatever. <laughs> fuck that, man. That's what it feels like. And my spine, oh, fuck, dude. I sneezed. No, I coughed earlier. And my vertebrae from mid back down just... Dun, like a fucking machine gun. I was like, nope, I'm done. I'm fucking done. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you were able to make it. Like I said, we, we invited a shit ton of people as we do every year, but if they can, they can, if they can't, they can't. Most of them probably are like, fuck those guys. <laughs> well, I've, I've been watching the, uh, watching the fireworks from Germany and, and, uh, uh, up in Reykjavik, Iceland, you know, as, as the, they all celebrated New Year's, and and uh, of course, my business partner. He's in. Uh, he decided to go to the Canary Islands for the holidays because Iceland is having the worst storm in seventy years up there now. Oh, nice. So he's in seventy-five degree weather and sun and surf, you know. And back home, there, everybody's freezing to death. So uh, that's why he's my business partner. He's a pretty smart guy. <laughs> I uh, hear you, man. You know, of course, uh, we got people freezing to death, and and our our president took off and went to a nice warm place too. I mean, so, you know, but, presidents got to do what a president's got to do. Well, yeah, I mean, he probably doesn't <laughs> even know where he's at. So. <laughs> um, That's just me. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, before <laughs> I forget, tonight is the absolute last night 
You can get any of the quote unquote rocket designs on the DV radio store. Uh, it's a nod to the old heavy metal rock hip hop air that was cool with the designs. Um, you know, like Leonard Skinner and Johnny Cash and CCR and, and run DMC, all them cool cats. <laughs> um, but tonight is the absolute last night at midnight. They'll be gone as well as all the Christmas design merchandise stuff. And we'll switch over to a few new designs. Uh, we're not dropping them all tonight. It'll be over a period of time. Uh, Mayhem has Mayhem and Mrs. Mayhem has one design while Lipstick Six and her brother has another design. Um, as well as bumper stickers and what, what else was there? Hats. Uh, yep. I think that's it. I can't remember. It's a lot of shit. Hey, do, do we got beanies? Cause we got after beanies last week and that fucking cold. Yeah, we got I beanies. I need a beanie, bro. We got beanies. <laughs> I need me a damn beanie. We got beanies. And some beanie weenies. You got some beanie weenies? <laughs> yeah, we got beanies, uh, sweatshirts. I think I got some pajamas over somewhere. I don't know. You got some shit over. I think I got some little nuts and a tiny wiener. <laughs> got some hoodies, man. We got some hoodies. Uh, I think you got a little nuts and a tiny wiener. <laughs> JJ needs JJ needs a rising sun headband. That's what he needs. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna pull a Mr. Miyagi? Is that what you say? <laughs> oh. uh, I was thinking more along the lines of a Japanese cholo. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. I can see him in the workshop. Big old, big old. Beard I'll do it. I'll razor. fucking do it. I'm crazy. I'll do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Teach them how to how to wax wood. Wax on, wax on, wax on, wax on. Oh shit! Um, we yeah. will play the end of the year tribute at some point. We'll probably do it twice for those that tune in later. Uh, I don't know when we'll do the first time. Just whenever these assholes want me to play it, I'll play it. Um, I will warn you now. It's the longest I've ever done. It's almost seven minutes long. Um, and I would tell you also that around 600 celebrities died this year and I've only got like 50 of them. So, uh, and, well, and, you know, that, that sudden, uh, myocarditis that nobody can explain. I mean, right. <laughs> um, I know some of you will be disappointed <laughs> or upset because I didn't get this person or that person. Number one, I don't have access to all these archival footage libraries because that shit costs. Secondly, when I do find something that I want to use, nine times out of ten, the background sounds fucking horrible or the audio is horrible and you can't clean up war, uh, most recorded audio. Uh, it's, it's, it's not really that viable. Um, but what we did put together or I did put together, I should say, um, <laughs> hopefully you guys like it. If not, go suck a dick. Um, but yeah, that's that. Uh, <laughs> And I haven't got the new intro for Barracks Talk ready. So if you guys have some bits that you would like to hear in the new intro, please tell me the podcast that it happened in and tell me exactly where it's at. Because if you do not, I'm probably not going to use it because I am not going to go through however many hours of podcasts we have <laughs> and do it. We so tried that, that once. Yeah. Uh, 
and there was what five of us doing it mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and yep. we still were like fuck this just throw some shit together <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's how we're going to do that uh we may or may not have a new one next saturday if we don't look over it the new one will come when it happens okay all righty then <laughs> JJ's obviously having a T-Rex moment. His arms won't reach his alcohol. I just seen that. I literally just got over there and seen that. I had to relocate and I forgot to bring my bottle with me. So, uh, yeah. This this motherfucker, this motherfucker over here, I got to relocate everything. And I'm like, okay, it's going to take him five minutes. I straight up had to move everything. So five minutes passes. I I asked going, I said, what the hell's taking this motherfucker so long? It's not like it's a goddamn desk and desktop he's got to move. Like, shit, it's a laptop and microphone. I missed it. had to migrate across that huge deck of his or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like 40 acres out there, so, you know. Had to load the camels to get across the deck. I mean, it is JJ. My, so. my deck is large. It's it an is, expanse. It's it expensive, is. you could say. It's the... It's it's the largest. It's 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 spectacular. It's fucking spectacular. Oh, we got fireworks in our chat box tonight. I just noticed that. Yeah, we got fireworks fucking everywhere. Everywhere. I just noticed. That's what that. the dogs barking at. Yeah, I was sitting here earlier and I was taking my nap. All right, and all of a sudden, boom! And I woke up. And I was like, "What the fuck was that? Was it thunder? Because it's been raining all fucking day." And so I called my mom in here, and she was like, "I didn't hear nothing." I said, "You didn't hear that motherfucking loud ass boom that got my ass up?" No, must have been fireworks. I'm like, "What the fuck are y'all doing in the goddamn living room? That's so loud! It overburdens whatever the fuck's going on outside." <laughs> Mama's having a rave. No, something. Fucking fucking 1970s disco era rave or something. I don't know. She hits a button and the disco ball drops out of the ceiling. Yeah, the shag carpet comes up uh, out. (laughs) Fucking rotating bed and shit. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Yeah. Butterfly collar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, anyway, you guys want to reminisce on 2022 at all? The good stuff, not the bad stuff. Fuck the bad stuff right now. <laughs> Enough goddamn well, bad shit going bad. I mean, bad that the little guy had to go clear down to Seattle to have open heart surgery, but good because, you know, thank goodness for the, the doctors and the nurses there because, my God, the last two weeks, because he's, you know, he's been out of school for at least a week. Mm-hmm. He's been running around the house, galloping and just running up and down the steps and just full of energy come nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night when it's his bedtime. So that little shit is back to normal. So <laughs> count your blessings. You know what I'm saying? It was one of those times where for that month that he was down there, that it was just horrible. You know, seeing those pictures that his mom was sending about him just looking down in the dumps and, and pain and everything else. But to to think about it, you know, six months after the fact that he's healthy, that he's happy, that he's like I said, full of piss and vinegar and energy, uh, you know, that just, that, that fills the heart back up again. You know, that reloads that, that, that sadness that was uh, taken out at the time. So, you know, that's, that's the good and the bad of, you know, this year so much, you know, that uh, I'm glad that he's, I'm glad he's doing better. Yeah. 100%. That was, uh, 
I think that hit us all when we all found out he had to have surgery because he, he's like our little nephew or, or whatever you want to call it, right? Like, <laughs> he's a little like, shit. I mean, when, when I mean, JJ's seen it when he came to visit, you know, at one minute he's on the bed playing and having a good time and he falls off. No big deal, right? Bumps mm-hmm. his head. Everything's fine. Everything's cool until he sees his mom. And then the crocodile tears started coming down his face. So he can play the game. He can definitely play the game. And he, he's an expert of it. That's for damn sure. How long did he milk uh, after coming home? <laughs> he must have. He, he pulled daddy. Like, you know, he pulled a fast one like I did. He, he milked that shit as long as he could. <laughs> it was probably a month to two months. <laughs> oh, shit. He learned from the best, I guess. You know, I mean, you know, me with the hips and him with the open heart. So, yeah, he, he definitely learned from the best when it comes to milking it. Yeah. That's great. Plus he, plus, he probably came home with a couple of numbers in his little black book, according to what. Oh, yeah. He came home with some person. nurses' emails, and they were wanting yeah. pictures of him and see how he's doing. And, yeah, the whole nine yards. So, yeah. yeah he's, he's done started. I know. That's that's the scary fucking part. I mean, <laughs> Hell, the last nurse's email Facebook. I got, she damn went psycho bitch crazy. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True story. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hope she ain't listening tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's probably the biggest thing besides, you know, the good things. Uh, obviously, there's been obviously quite a few bad, you know, like I said, lost a brother of mine that I was stationed with for, for 12 years that uh, pretty much succumbed to kidney failure, liver failure, you name it. Uh, basically, it was his heart that gave out. And so his body gave down, shut down on him. So, you know, that's, that's the sad part, you know, but uh his wife's doing good. She's uh she's making it, you know, as best as she can. So it's been one of those years, man. You know, you got the good and the bad. And unfortunately, like everything else, it seems like the bad is just stacking up and it's hard to find those good things, but you gotta look. Keep yep. searching. Yep, one hundred percent. I mean and too, I think as we get older we expect more bad shit to happen too. You know what I mean? Like, well, another year gone. What, yeah, what, not like we're getting younger, worst, you know. <laughs> what's the worst that could happen tomorrow? <laughs> well, as as we get older, life in prison is definitely less of a deterrent, right? Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, so that kind of that kind of leads us to make poorer poorer decisions sometimes. You know, speaking okay. of that, the millennials understand that free, yet, though. You know, free meals. You're not paying the electric bill. I mean, well, you know. well, to that point, I was watching uh, something earlier, and uh, this dude, he was. Damn, he had to have been 68, 69, I think they said. And he was getting arrested and they were doing the process. And it said, why do you keep coming back here? And he's like, because I get free meals. I get a bed. I got a roof over my head. I ain't got to worry about nothing. And have I ain't got nobody on Right. Well, he was <laughs> right. talking about that's why he keeps going right. back. And he's homeless. And I was like, the fact <laughs> that homeless people are breaking the law to get in trouble, to get in jail just so they can live another day. It's fucking sad. Like, really? That's what we've stooped to as America. It's like, I mean, we were just talking about the homeless up in Mayhem's neighborhood and, and we were comparing and it's basically the same up there as it is down here and basically across the country where, you know, we got all these open buildings and shit, but nope. Nobody can stay in it because we're going to use it in 30 years. And by use it, we're going to tear it down and make a parking lot or some condos because that's basically what they turn them into every time. It's fucking sad. Fucking shit is what 
Anyway. Our Fed, our Fed is uh, taking extra notes tonight, and that's okay. He that's, needs to work for a change. That's fine. He or she yeah. or it. Um. Yeah. They're afraid you include their pronouns. I hate, yeah, I hate to tell you, but all they did was they fucking programmed an AI to tune in whenever we're on. Probably. It's Probably. And every time we say a trigger word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we say something like revolution or, uh, uh, you know. Bomb. Uh, I'll say it. I don't give a fuck. Do you really think I give a fuck? Ammunition, you know, 50 caliber, full metal jacket, armor, assault rifle. Oh no, there we go. Everyone's on a watch list now. Should should I read the chat just to take everybody with us? Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. But, but hey, Fed guy, if you ever want to stop by for coffee, you know, just, you know, drop into the chat. I'll give you the address. Right? (laughs) Right? It's not that we don't like you. It's that the government fucking sucks. And maybe we can swing you back into following your fucking oath. <laughs> Whoever it is that's listening is probably laughing their ass off because they're probably like <laughs> some some girl that is fucking waitressing at like a Starbucks or some shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking intern and I got tasked with this poor fucking, you know, detail. <laughs> poor bastard. I'm telling you, if it's actually something from the government, it's not a person. They fucking programmed an AI to listen to us. I'm telling you. And even then, it wouldn't be... Tacked right over the U.S. state <laughs> Unless, you know, they do have Marines standing fucking guard. Oh, it would not shit. surprise me none whatsoever. One of them got a Marine with fucking Bluetooth ear, earbuds in yep. listening to our dumbasses laughing his ass yep. off. Just yeah, agreeing no silently. <laughs> like, keep your military like buried. Keep yeah, your military exactly. buried. Everything he can not to fucking crack and uh, smile or start giggling like the fucking uh, uh, guards at Buckingham Palace. And they're pro- and whoever like catches him listening, they're probably like, "What are you listening to?" And he's like, "NPR." And he's got NPR like on recall. And he yeah, clicks like, it over. Really- goody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not listening to anything, goody. <laughs> Sad but true. You can, you can see that Poor shit kid, like turns white, like white as a sheet. Like I'm not seeing anything gutty. Oh my god! Oh, speaking of Marines, thoughts in his head. <laughs> speaking of the fucking Marines, we had the C-130 crew up here doing the Toys for Tots up here in Alaska, delivering to the local villages and stuff that you know you can't get to by road. And these poor bastards, I don't know where the fuck they were from. Somewhere in Japan, mainland Japan. And I think every rental vehicle, government vehicle, including our de-ice truck, they drove off the fucking road during the snowstorm and got stuck somewhere out there on a flight line. Don't ask me how they could do it, but they did it. (laughs) What the fuck? So nothing surprises me, like I said, when it comes to their Marines. I'm just saying. (laughs) Look, if they can't fuck it, they're going to break it. That's true. Or fuck it. Heartbeat's optional. Get lost on a flight line. Jesus Christ. (laughs) 
And I'm not talking buried. I'm talking up to the hood buried. That that being, they had to get the oh, big record. That's they wanted to pull semis out happens. of the fucking ditch to get them fuckers out. So that's hilarious. That's never fun when that happens. Well, you know, if you're gonna do it, they did it right. You know what I'm saying? Do so it, it in style. There. Yeah, do it in style. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> too, well, I mean, they are Marines, so you know, if you are going to break it, too bad it, it wasn't. Too bad it wasn't thoroughly. during Christmas holidays when uh, you know you could have been like, "Hey, we got an extra Christmas decoration, and it's Marines <laughs> <laughs> with earbuds in, Snick, with try earbuds not to in, listening to DV radio." <laughs> <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> Like a bot. Every once in a while, Bo just say, uh, salute the Marine. Just to see, just to see if he does it. <laughs> they probably got the cheapest, weakest ass alcohol they could find right now, too. <laughs> Cause they'll drink anything. They don't care. It could say turpentine on it and they'll drink it. Bad dog 2020 up this bitch. No oh, Lord. Mad dog drunks are the worst drunks, man. <laughs> Speaking of drinking, what are you guys drinking tonight? I'm drinking John A.P. Connolly American small batch bourbon whiskey from uh, Bogue Sound Distillery right here in North by God, Galaki. And I got to tell you, <laughs> this is a decent bourbon. I was surprised. It's got something in the flavor. It's there's just something to the flavor and I couldn't figure out what it was. So I called them and the distiller, the master distiller talked to me and he's like, yeah, we put a little bit of malt in there and that malt just kicks the flavor just a tiny bit. It's a hundred, hundred percent corn mash bill, but they put a little malt in it. It comes out at 105 proof. And surprisingly for an, a fairly inexpensive bottle of bourbon, uh, from a small distillery, it's damn fucking good. So, Bogue Sound Distillery, they make really good rum, too. Their rum is awesome. It's always the uh, it's always the small distilleries that have the goodest, uh, the greatest stuff. The goodest. The goodest. <laughs> the goodest. The best assist. The best assist. <laughs> the best assist. Best assist. <laughs> Oh, However, as a side as a side note, uh, the bourbon does make your arms shorter the more you drink. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to end up just strapping the bottle to my hand. We said <laughs> back in the day when I ran, uh, I used to run with the Hash House Harriers. That's a whole different story. But we uh, we used to play the stupidest fucking game ever. We called it Edward Forty Hands, and you would duct tape a forty in each hand. And we liked brass monkeys in my club. So you would drink the 40 of Old English down to the top of the label and then top it off with OJ. And, well, you had to have somebody else do it because you had them duct tape to your hands. And the the two people at least had to do it. And the first person who finished both 40s, conscious, won. Dumbest fucking shit ever. That was (laughs) That was back in the day. I, <laughs> I never played it, but I hung out at parties where they were, and that's some funny fucking shit. <laughs> the fact that JJ admits that it's the dumbest shit ever tells me a lot. That was fucking stupid. 240s? <laughs> Chugging 240s? Yeah, that's not smart. 
<laughs> I don't care who you are. That ain't smart. Here's your sign. You got anything going on, Mayhem? No, nah, I'm drinking water, brother. That, that I'm, too old, okay. I'm too old to be drinking alcohol. So he's, he's, he's got that Mountain Dew. That's what it is. He's got Mountain Dew. You know, no, I, tried, right. I tried Mountain Dew the other day for the first time because the missus, she's into that code red stuff. Yeah. And and uh, I hadn't I hadn't drank Mountain Dew in probably maybe ten years or so. Right. I, th- I thought I was having a heart attack. Right. There's so much mm-hmm. fucking sugar, sugar in that shit. The uh, last the last Mountain Dew I had was it, was a diet Mountain Dew. Um, and I was like, yep, nope, I'm done. Uh, I'm yeah. fucking done. Um, and it's the only diet drink I used to be able to drink because once in a while you just want a different taste. But I, I had a diet Mountain Dew, and I was like. God damn, son. <laughs> I like my yeah, Cokes and Dr. Peppers, but that Mountain Dew, nap, I'm good. Yeah, I thought, I seriously thought I was dying. I had a friend over that while I was, when I started drinking it, and he started getting concerned for me. And I was like, dude, my heart is racing. Uh, I feel like I'm going to puke. Uh, my mind is not clear. I mean, I felt like I was on cocaine or something there for a few seconds. I actually told the missus. Driving no, I that train. I thought she left it as a cocaine. Casey Jones. Yeah, she she says she's having uh, cherry, cherry cough syrup. Cherry cough, cherry cough syrup. Cherry cough syrup. <laughs> yeah, that's what she's doing. So. Casey. Cherry NyQuil. Oh. Tastes like <laughs> misery. <laughs> Them long nights get rough, don't they? Point. <laughs> yep, especially <laughs> up here. <laughs> Was that Tim Smith's yep. climax? Yeah. Is it any good? I haven't tried those two bottles yet. Uh, the cinnamon yes. stuff was amazing. I'm gonna oh, tell you though, cinnamon whiskey. I'm gonna tell you though, yes. sending it up to Alaska ain't fucking cheap. Uh, no, nothing sending up here is cheap. But when you send three of them together, yeah, that's even more expensive. I'm not. I'm not joking. <laughs> I am not joking. The amount that those three bottles cost was nickels compared to the shipping. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> I seen the shipping and I went, good goddamn. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, that, what the uh, fuck? That game seven batch I got of the Jim Beam when the Cubs won the World Series, I had to find a guy <laughs> in the lower 48 that would send it to me, but he sent it in a flat rate box, which was obviously pretty cheap, but he packed that fucker just full of the, the bubble wrap and everything else. That was the only way to get it up here, you know, because you couldn't order it from any distillery there in Illinois to get it shipped up here. So it was something that uh, somebody had to do privately. And thank goodness he did, because I wasn't going to get any if I didn't. And that's sitting up there with it too, but I'm, I'm not tapping into that. It'd be another 108 <laughs> years before the couple win another world series that they can do it. <laughs> so, fucking cubbies. Oh man. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't know he had those three that he was selling there for a while. And I came across them and, and me and Oink were talking and I was like, I'll get you some sent up there. And I almost regretted it. <laughs> 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 and then he told me he liked it. And I was like, okay, it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, it was worth it. Yeah, cinnamon was amazing. I haven't tapped into those two bottles yet, but uh, it is New Year's Eve, right? And it's right. still kind of early here in Alaska. I mean, it's only 6.30 or so, so when <laughs> I, time. When, when I got the invoice uh, confirmation, I went immediately to Oink and I said, your ass better like every last motherfucking drop of every goddamn bottle. 
I said, ain't no gibbies. That <laughs> shit. And you know, once in a while, you want to send your friends shit. But I'm going to tell you, oink, the next time I send that shit, I'm going to hit the fucking lottery. <laughs> I was like, good goddamn. I sent stuff up I before. Ain't that fucking expensive. Send three bottles of fucking Climax Moonshine? Hell, fire. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Might as well be sending the fucking goddamn ATV is the price they charge. <laughs> I seen that damn. Just, it wasn't. And what got me was you combine the shipping and the cost and then you break it down. You see the shipping and it's like, I paid more for the fucking shipping than the goddamn moonshine. What the fuck? Like you would have been better off if you just fucking bootlegged the shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying I've made my own whiskey, but (laughs) (laughs) my grandpa used to do all that all the time, wine and shit. And I remember one year they made some watermelon. It smelled just like fucking melons, dude. And fucking water. Good summer watermelons, too. Oh, my God. It smelled so good. And it was the clearest pink fucking wine I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, goddamn. I I was a kid, so obviously I didn't taste it. (laughs) That that, that would have been neglect today. I'm calling CPS. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That that probably Mm. would have happened um, today. This is good bourbon. This is juicy good bourbon. Juicy. I hope it's juicy as a fucking liquid. (laughs) (laughs) It's moist. Moist. It's moist. Oh, Lord. I seen a meme the other day. It said... And, and don't quote me because I can't remember it verbatim, but it said something like, um, moist people don't like the word most, but once they hear it, <laughs> they can't go back. <laughs> and I was like, that is the greatest fuck you <laughs> ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> I was like, this is great. Oh my God. Uh, the next time I uh, rely on spell check or autocorrect on my tablet, it's going to be moist. Because <laughs> I got a lot of friends that hate that you word. Could, you could actually just go in and reprogram your autocorrect. I know, but there's going to be that time I actually need the word most. <laughs> oh, shit. I used to have an in-browser autocorrect just for shits and giggles and it would fuck up so bad. Like it was bad. It was as bad as my tablet. Like I've, I think I've told you guys I was, I was typing a message to one of my friends and it auto corrected post to pussy. So it said, I liked your pussy. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously this was, this was one of those holy shit moments. Because there was no jokes around it, nothing, you know, it's just out of nowhere. I liked your pussy. (laughs) See, what had happened was. Right? (laughs) And it's like, do you go back and say post? (laughs) Or do you just leave it? (laughs) Mrs. P said she found a 
a jar of Fester's Moonshine Cherries that's six years old. Yes, you probably just open it and everybody in the room would pass out. I'm gonna tell be you, awesome. I'm gonna tell you right now, you could get drunk off of one of those cherries alone. Right? <laughs> just like, oh. Whoa! You ain't even got to take a sip. Just eat one of those cherries, and you'll be like, "Woo, flying high tonight!" <laughs> and also, my ice cream for those fucking mischievous kids. What's right. past the fuck out? <laughs> Daddy, this cherry tastes weird. Keep eating, son. Keep eating. <laughs> That's right. Bitch hole, boy. Man up. Put some hair on your chest. Put hair on your chest. <laughs> are we the only ones that had our dad say that, or somebody in our family say that? It'll put hair on your It'll chest. Put hair on your chest. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> In today's world, yeah. (laughs) So I meant actually a girl, but you're not wrong. (laughs) Hey, I'm just going by the room. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm waiting for one of my friends to like tell me they, they got this girl one night and Lo and behold, she had a chest full of hair, but she had tits. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. <laughs> like, I know it's going to happen. <laughs> I you're in Miami. Yeah, we've already turned into that show, everybody. I do not apologize. What? That's we were making big jokes within the that's, first that's, six that's, minutes. Come that's on. That's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a barracks party. That's that's what we do here. We give no fucks. Yeah. We, we didn't slide down this hill. We started at the bottom of this. Yeah. The yeah. And, and we're just digging a hole. That's all we're doing. Yeah. We we got our shovel. We brought our shovels to this show. Let me tell you. <laughs> Shovels, I got a freaking backhoe. Backhoe? (laughs) I got power equipment for this bitch. (laughs) Oh, wait. I had something huge happen within the last two weeks. Again. No, no, it's right here. I'm good. Listen. How huge was it? How huge was it? About seven, uh, six and a half feet tall. Uh, 23 inches wide um, with an 18 inch uh, um, spread. It's a, it's a bandsaw. I was given a jet 18 inch bandsaw, which is literally more bandsaw than I was going to buy myself. Uh, were I able to put together the money to do so. It's a $3,000 bandsaw and it was gifted to me. And, uh, Holy shit, it has opened up whole new horizons in the shop. It's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. And I have a fellow veteran, a Vietnam veteran, named Mark Soleil to thank for putting that together. And another veteran, Mike Uramond, who's here in uh, North Carolina, who doesn't really want a lot of advertisement um, because he's got his hands full, but he brings veterans into his shop and teaches them woodworking. And uh, so I'm hoping that we can get him or another representative of his, of his nonprofit on um, for an interview because they do shit like give veterans $3,000 fucking bandsaws. Um, and it's amazing. So I'd really like to get them some recognition. 
Mm-hmm. And it's a bunch of old retired officers who just do it. Um, and they completely blew my mind. Like, holy shit. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'd love to get them all on here at some point. Big deal. So, yeah. not only for advertising, but find out their stories. Obviously, yeah. fake them for you because we were talking about getting you on me and you. And yeah, so yeah. yeah. Well, 100%. Mark, you know, I, if you're in the turning world, Mark Soleil is a fairly controversial um, figure. He uh, developed a style of tool use called wood slicing. And he's perfected it and he teaches it. And I had the absolute honor of having him in my shop at the old house last or this February, earlier this year. I think it was around February. And um, he's a wonderful man. He's he's just a, just a good brother. And, uh, you know, he knows with with buying the house that uh, it's tough to make ends meet. You know, yeah. we got we got into the housing market just as the housing market was starting to fucking shoot through the moon. And I got an insanely stupid interest rate that I wouldn't have got two years ago. I would have got half that interest rate, but I didn't have a choice. So it's tough to make ends meet. And he understands that. And he's sympathetic to the fact that it's really hard to put together the money to save to buy a $3,000 bandsaw. And he, and, uh, I'm pretty sure that I have a larger lathe on its way too. And um, he doesn't nice. want anything in return except to see me succeed. And that's amazing. He's a great fit for DV radio. Yeah. If <laughs> I can convince 100%. him to come on, it's the problem. I love Mark to death. And he's a wonderful dude and he doesn't want any recognition. And it's really, really hard to get him to step up and say, yeah, you know, I do these kind of things. He doesn't, he does, that's not how, that's not who he is. It's not how he does. Nope. Very humble. Which, yeah. Which just makes it even better. Cause holy shit. I mean, this guy is world renowned and people hate him because he teaches something that it took them years and years and years to figure out. And, um, and he literally, I mean, he spent the day in my shop in the old shop in the shed teaching me and opened things up. And he and I had a conversation about, two and a half months ago, three months ago, where I told him, you know, the one thing that's really holding me back aside from the size of my lathe is that I don't have a bandsaw. And that really restricts my capabilities. It could, it it used to take me an hour and a half to three hours to prep a log to turn bowls. Now I can, (laughs) I had the same problem. Two to three hours. Man, when he started well, out, Taco Bell, and then it's, it's almost There's, instantaneously. That, that, when, no, when, J- for that even. when JJ started out with the size and all that, I was like, there's so many sexual innuendos. Sitting yeah, right? Oh, yeah. The jokes right <laughs> themselves. Look, look, it's big enough to handle my deck. <laughs> <laughs> so many jokes. Hey, we got Chris well, we from Affinity. We had to talk dicks. We had to talk poop, too. Because, I mean, I mean, next thing you know, right? it's a 55-gallon drums of lube, and then we're going to be covered. <laughs> by, and by now the way, we are. By the way, now we are fully covered. <laughs> by the way, we got Chris listening uh, from Affinity tonight, and he might join us if he'll get off his Bitch, ass. Bitch, get your ass in here! <laughs> He's probably going to be like, "I man, I I got you, I got you." So we got shit about you. No. So so not so not only will we have a Mexican in here, a Chicano, we will have a 
Chicano wannabe. Uh, <laughs> Grace in a <laughs> Chicano be. <laughs> Chicano be. <laughs> That's okay. I'm 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 dedicating. 2023 will be the year of the Japanese cholo. <laughs> the Japanese cholo. That's right. Oh my God, man. I, I'm telling you, that was one of the greatest finds ever in my life was finding that. Like, well, that, and you, and you have to love Cholo fit with creep. Yeah. You have to, you just fucking, you just have to love Cholo fit with <laughs> Gonna have to throw a little, I think I'm turning Japanese on your uh, intro. <laughs> right. <laughs> See your picture. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh. Um, Love that song. Which one? <laughs> I think I'm turning Japanese. Hey, you know what? We <laughs> Chris, Chris just texted me. I hate you. My bitch, get your ass on here! Come on, I dare you, pussy. <laughs> what did I tell you? Like tonight of all nights will be the only night I get text messages. <laughs> yep. And they've already started. And Chris is the asshole that I'm getting them from. Just be thankful. Just be thankful. Six is on, has been asleep for three and a half hours now. Otherwise, he'd be yes. sending you messages like you do him when he's done his live feed. Hey, look. At least I didn't call his ass. That motherfucker has the worst timing for calling people I have ever seen in my entire life. And he gets mad at other people. And I'm like, you've called me while I'm shitting. You've called me while I'm in the shower. You've called me while I'm in the operating room. You've called me while I'm on the radio. Like, how bad is it when I call you on a live? He went, okay. (laughs) And then he changed the subject. Like, he shut up. Like, he stopped. (laughs) And I didn't actually message him. I was messaging Google. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and speaking of six, he was supposed to be on tonight. <laughs> right? I, I distinctly remember messengers. It, uh, messages. Right? Uh, yep. Google uh, said he was how, on their yeah. way to Boston. On their way back from Boston or to Boston or something. Right. And yeah. I said, I'm just going to say, okay. That's all I right? said. <laughs> like this. Okay, right? and with a no, with a slow nod, like right. Yep. All righty then. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is, ten to eleven on the East Coast. Motherfucker ain't showed up yet. <laughs> um. Chris, if you're listening still, and if you still hate me, once you get in here, I will play the end of the year tribute for the first time for everybody to listen to while I piss. So I'm waiting on you now. No pressure, though, Chris. Take your time, brother. Chicano B. You Chicano B. Who is the guy? Chicago B. I've always, I've already forgot his name. The guy that I tagged you in in that short where he was talking about his dad and all that. Uh, fuck. Tag me. Yes. Yeah, that was the comedian who does Creeper. 
I can't think of his name. What's his I name? I can't remember his name either because I just like, I just I fucking love Creeper. Like, all right, hey, what we could yeah. do with Creeper. Okay, Holmes, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do the 40 lift with the shoulder shrug. So you yeah. pick up your 40s and shrug, okay? Just like that. Roll those shoulders. Roll those shoulders. <laughs> What's really funny is if you've ever been around a Hispanic family, in Hispanic neighborhoods, it's not hyperbole. That's exactly no. how they behave. It's it's not a stereotype because it's no, real. it's not. It happens. It's, that's like, just that is cholo culture. That is I, how they I literally <laughs> went to school with these kids. Like, yep. <laughs> and, and speak, it's, I mean, speak, you know, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> speaking of the Chicana bee, shut up, Bo. <laughs> that was the best time Olé. ever. Yeah. <laughs> Olé, Olé, welcome to the show, man. <laughs> now we just need to get some bitches up in here, you know what I'm saying? You got the 40s too, man? <laughs> Who was it that was talking about drinking OE, man? Me? Oh, Jesus. I admit it. That monkey oil. I've What's there. wrong with I've you? I've done that. <laughs> oh, Look, grass monkey is delicious. Oh. <laughs> I guess the hangover Chris, sucks. Chris, but do grass you have a, monkey is delicious. Do you have a story about OE? <laughs> I have about 30 stories about OE. <laughs> no, no. A story Wait. you can actually remember. <laughs> oh, that's a whole other thing. Next day. <laughs> Yeah, one of the I remember cracking the bottle cap, and that's about it. <laughs> was it half the bottle of twisted cap, yo? Chris, did you tell everybody here about the Utah story, or was that only on Twitch that night? Utah story. You and I think it was Utah. It might have been Vegas. Shit, man, you gotta have to give me a little bit more than that. For the first time you've had <laughs> it in like, oh, wait, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in like I twenty mean, years. I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> if I. Yeah, no, I don't think I did say that. Tell that story. Well, I'm going to piss, and you tell everybody about that, and then when I get back, we'll do the end of the year tribute for the first time. All right, all right. It's not that long of a story, so you better hurry up. Uh, <laughs> Shake it no, more we, twice, you're playing with it. That's okay. It's not that long of a dick, so. Yeah, <laughs> truth, truth, though. Uh, we went out, so we went out to Utah. This was Utah, not Vegas. So we went out uh, as a crew, uh, the Affinity team, back in January for a conference. And, uh, you know, I, I think I retired. Shit, I'm going on. Uh, just about two years now. So it was 22 years or so before I last experimented or had any type of um, marijuana or, uh, you know, anything with an inhibitor such as that in it. And we were out drinking uh, late at night, you know, kind of getting together with some other, uh, you know, people with other crypto companies and everything and and bullshitting. And my CMO likes to uh, likes to partake. So he had the, the vape, the oil. And we're outside and, and, you know, I'm using my normal vape and, and I'm like, Hey man, it's been many, many years, a few couple decades. Let me try that out. Let me, let me get a little bit, see what it's all about. I forget. 
Mind you, I'd already been drinking, had a few shots, everything else. And Wait, you have to tell them how hard he was hitting it because you thought it was very low in in percentage. Well, well I didn't even think about it because I don't know shit about it. I mean, I just don't. Like, it's been, like I said, decades. And even before I joined the military, it wasn't something that I was, like, into. Right. Um, so I had no idea. So I pull this thing like it's a vape, like like I would pull off of my nicotine vape real hard and i did it i think twice come to find out it's pretty damn high milligram content because you know he's a habitual user (laughs) Uh, so it was so high i fucking like locked up i went back inside and i'm just sitting there like okay uh what's going on i I think i kind of gotta go we get back to the hotel room. I went, I laid on the bed and I ain't playing with you. I didn't move. Like I felt like I was glued to the damn bed for hours. <laughs> so I'm laying there. I'm like, I really need to take a shower or at least get changed or something. And I'm thinking in my head, I, I, I got it, but I didn't move. Not nothing. I'm like laid out. Like, like, like I'm making a goddamn snow angel, but just laying there frozen to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah, it was a bad move. <laughs> and if you guys don't know Chris, he, what are you, 6'2", six 6'3"? Six nah, dude, I'm 5'11". Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hey, tell you what. I mean, Jolo, man, Jolos aren't tall. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what. I mean, you know. Anyway. Like the tallest Jolo on the block, man. <laughs> anyway. When you see Chris and you imagine him just sprawled out on a bed, it's it makes it even funnier. Like, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. I regretted it. Like, instantly. But, hey, Chris, at least you didn't call the cops and tell them that you thought you were dying or something. Man. <laughs> the dude that done that was eating brownies, right? Him and his yeah. wife. Yeah. Him and his wife were eating yeah, eating brownies, and they got high and called called the nine one one because they thought they was dying. They thought they overdosed on marijuana brownies. I was eating those brownies that had the marijuanas in it. <laughs> no, Vegas was. I didn't know that there was the marijuanas. <laughs> Vegas was the drinking story, right? I didn't actually drink much when I was in Vegas. What happened in Vegas? Why do I keep remembering Vegas then? Like when I was in my 20s, I did. But this past time I went with my wife, I didn't actually drink that much. Not with your wife. There was something you guys done in Vegas not too long ago. Yeah, I I went with my wife. I didn't go with anybody else. Look, Uh, it wasn't with your wife. (laughs) (laughs) That that, that stays in Vegas, Yeah. What happened was. (laughs) In my 20s, when I went to Red Flag, I... (laughs) I passed out in bushes and shit Fucking outside of Caesar's Palace. <laughs> red flashlight, uh-huh. rim pack, company. The Navy. Uh-huh. It's the same experience except in Hawaii. And it's like, yeah, I passed out in the bushes. But Connie right. <laughs> Oe Bay, never heard of her. <laughs> All right. If you guys want to, we'll take a break. 
But in that break, we will listen to the end of the year tribute for the first time. And I say first time because, like I said, we'll play it one more time before we uh, have the ball drop, even though we're not in control of that. Before midnight. Um, My ball's dropped years I'll, ago. Bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm, years like, I'm like, 60, I'm like actually, 63 years old. Mine fell like two I decades ago. Say, I, actually toy, I want them to I mean. come back up because, you know, <laughs> the water in the toilet is cold. I actually yeah, made and it. It's really sick. deep, too. I actually made a joke on the Monkey Balls Twitter account and said something about hopefully both balls drop this year. Monkey Balls, of course. (laughs) But uh, we'll do that. And like I said, it's almost seven minutes long. And after it finishes, we'll talk about that. And yeah, we'll do some more for the New Year's Eve. What are you playing for seven minutes? Calm your ass. All right. Your mom's chill. You just a Chicana B, all right? Ow, man. (laughs) Your mom. My name is Robert Clary. I'm an actor by profession, and uh, maybe some of your parents and grandparents have seen me uh, still running on Hogan Zeros as Louis Lebeau. I am a survivor of the Jewish Holocaust. Meet the family. Well, shit. Let's say Alan Jordan reporting for duty. I did not come here tonight to make you laugh. I came here to sell you something. Who wants you to pay particular attention because of the amazing Master Tool Corporation, a subsidiary of Fly By Night Industries, has entrusted who? Me to show you the handiest and the dandiest kitchen tool you've ever seen. And don't you want to know how it works? First, you get out some ordinary apples. You place these ordinary apples between the patented pan. Then you reach for the tool that is not a slicer. It's not a dicer. It's not a chopper and a hopper. What in the hell could it possibly be? It is sledge. I'm at it. I'm being shaken down for what? What did I do? Tell me. This is not right. I'm not going to fucking lay down. I'll step up. You would be wise to be quiet and listen. Everyone in this room cares about you. No one is judging you. I choose you to lead the team as a new Red Ranger. Listen to this. No one, not even a lover, looks at you as intensely and as closely as someone who intends to knock you out in the ring. I could actually feel my opponent's eyes drilling into me, examining my slightest movement, measuring my breathing, calculating my physical condition, and I did the same to him. It's no exaggeration to say that winning or losing a bout is directly related to concentration. Wow. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. I really should go home and feed my children, but as you would say, fuck them kids. I go out for a quart of milk. I come home and find my son treating his body like it was an amusement park. Just changed my mind, that's all. There's just no need to go on like this. You're all behaving just, just like children. The world has caught up with me and surpassed me. Ninety years ago, I was a freak. Today, I'm an amateur. The future isn't what you thought. It's what I am. It was a dark of the moon on the 6th of June in a Kenworth pulling logs. This is great. This is great. Balls of fire. Jerry, we don't care much for the Costanzas. We've never liked them. They're so loud. They're always fighting. It's uncomfortable. You never notice. One of the most important things that you have to do if you want to try to make sense out of any sort of mystery is to stop looking and start seeing. I would do anything for love. 
run right into hell and back. You think I'm scared of death? Huh? I would do anything for love. I'll never lie to you, and that's a fact. There's a whole generation that think I'm the Grim Reaper. Nothing but misery. Is it time to move on? I am the knight. How many times you want him to get bit? The most important thing. There's a goddamn limit to everything, you know. Is you learn how to win and you learn how to lose. Including bites. And you learn who to push and who not to push. I am Batman! The best part about getting to be the lead singer of the Foo Fighters just for one song is I really do have the greatest rock and roll drummer. up and wondering if anyone would really miss me if I never got out of bed. As far as you're concerned, that deal doesn't exist. And I'm here for an indefinite stay. You know, I never won one argument with my dad, no. As soon as I got close, he goes, is that right, Louie? You think you know what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm right about that. Well, have you ever been pinned down by a sniper in France? Yes, hurry home, princess. We wouldn't want to miss old daddy's celebration, now would we? Well, I Hippies burning library cards. Effie Huffman telling everybody to steal books. I don't judge a man by the length of his hair or the kind of music he listens to. Rock was never my bag. But you put on a pair of shoes when you walk into the New York Public Library, fella. You're a comedian. You make people laugh. You think it's all a big joke, don't you? Ain't no one going to get past Fluffy. <laughs> Ain't a soul knows how. Except for me and Dumbledore. I shouldn't have told you that. I should not have told you that. And these are the guys that Jimmy put together for what turned out to be the biggest heist in American history. I admit it's strange. It's almost like weighing someone's soul. You say you don't want to tell me how to live my life. So what do you think you've been doing? You tell me what rights I've got or haven't got and what I owe to you for what you've done for me? Let me tell you something. All I know is to sit down and order the meal. I don't know how to make a restaurant. If I have a philosophy on life, it's that we should care more about people. Family's really bad. Hi, I'm the amazing Jonathan, and I'm an alcoholic and a drug addict, and uh, I've done a lot in my life, and everything came crashing down when I was told I had a year to live. Not a joke. I don't even know if you can say that to Dad. You better shape up, cause I need a man. Boom, 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 boom. Gonna shoot you right down. It was easy for all of us to disappear. My house was in my mother-in-law's name. My cars were registered to my wife. My social security cards and driver's licenses were phonies. I never voted. I never paid taxes. My birth certificate and my arrest sheet. That's all you'd ever have to know I was alive. Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. So in summation, and I mean this to all of you from the bottom of my heart, fuck you all and suck my hundred million dollar cock. All channels clear, sir. was the 2022 end of the year tribute for all the celebrities and i know all 600 and whatever number it was wasn't in there 
But if I'd put them all in there, it would have ended up being half of a fucking hour long and I wasn't going to do that. Um, but yeah, that was just a few. I think it was like 50 of them in there. Um, yeah. Good job, brother. Thank you. Thank you. I yeah, almost did it. work, man. <laughs> yeah. Two o'clock this morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shit. Well, at least you got it done. Right. Yeah. I was, I was honestly like, I, oh my God. <laughs> I still owe you B roll. So fuck, you know, <laughs> it's all good. All good. <laughs> and, and what else you going to do at two o'clock in the morning? I mean, shit, man. <laughs> right. Um, there was a few that I wanted to put in there, but like I said earlier, you know, some of the audio just doesn't work out or, or what have you. And so that's why some aren't in there. Uh, but again, it was like 600 and some people that died this year, celebrity wise. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's not happening, but hopefully that suffices for everybody. Uh, anybody in particular, uh, you guys remember dying this year that was just like, holy shit. A lot of people fucking died, man. I mean, yeah, none that I don't think it was like a, a, a surprise per se, you know, mm-hmm. but there was definitely a lot that, that, that you were like, oh, damn, here goes another good one, you know? Yeah. And most of them, you know, we all grew up with on some level, right? And if we didn't grow up with them, we certainly know all their work or at least a majority of it. Right. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, it's Olivia Newton-John, the, you know, like you said, the Leslie, the, the just the, the, there was just way too many to even name, like you said, over 600. So to narrow it down to 50, you did a hell of a job. I mean, be honest. Uh, who was it? Who was it? Bo with the hundred million dollar cock. Uh, that was Bob Saget. Okay, great. I just wanted to make a note of that. It's <laughs> like my hundred million dollar cat. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't like to use other people's material without a proper reference. I mean, come on, you know, it's only respectful to the guy, right? I got you. I got you. Yeah, uh, that one was sort of a shocker, uh, along with uh, Gilbert Godfrey and uh, Norm Macdonald, because yep. you know you don't expect somebody that's been going on and doing the shit that they done, you know. At sixty some years old, but was it Gallagher yeah. in there too? Yep, Gallagher was at the very yep. beginning. I'm not here yep. to make you laugh. I'm here to make you uh, to tell you something. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I remember watching this shit back in oh god HBO back. Oh in the yeah, day, you know what I'm before saying? HBO. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> <laughs> you back when he made it big, how's that? And he was on right. HBO to get his own special. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and uh, we did have a couple of suicides. Uh, Jason David Frank, who was at the beginning uh, of the Power Rangers, if you know who that is, as well as uh, Twitch, um, Stephen Twitch, boss. Uh, and I'm sure there's some others, but uh, yeah, it's just, yeah. My mom cried when she listened to it. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Uh, there's a few. That's for damn sure. Like you said, narrow it down just to 50 is a task in itself. And like you said, you know, there's people you want to put in there. And of course, you, you, the audio you find ain't worth the shit. So mm-hmm. it sucks. Yeah. And some of the places I pulled it from, you guys would be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. No, we're used to seeing Pornhub in your, in your search history. <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't do the Pornhub. I do not do the Pornhub. That's one thing that I was absolute no. 
Um, but yeah. And I, I, I had to do something with fucking Coolio's, uh, Gangsta Paradise. And I found that, uh, bit of, um, uh, uh, Clarence is his name, uh, from Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh, he's actually reading Walker's, uh, I think a novel at the time. And I was like, it's a funny bit because he says, who wrote that? Chuck Norris does. And he goes, some guy named Chuck Norris. And Chuck's like, never heard of him. (laughs) But it was such a perfect fit. Right. So, uh, yeah, actually I told my mom last night, uh, while I was still working on it, I said, and at least two people between now and tomorrow, when we do this, is going to die. <laughs> and she said, uh, don't say that. And sure enough, she gets back today and is watching the news and Barbara Walters and the Pope had died. And I was like, I told you. And she said, you know, I was thinking about that when I heard their names. And he said, Clarence Gil- Gilliard Jr. That was the, the one I was talking about. But anyway. So let's turn it around. Come on. Get some ha-ha's. <laughs> Get some hee hee ha ha hoes. The hee ho heave. <laughs> now that I've depressed everybody. <laughs> oh, shit. What do you got to look forward to here coming up here in 2023 there, Bo? <laughs> <laughs> Same shit. I, mean, I got the Daytona 500 I'm looking forward to. My first NASCAR race. I got that I, to look forward to. Yeah, so there's that. There's not I mean, a, I got to spend a week and a half with the outlaws down in Florida. So there's that. There's a downfall to that side. So I I really don't have much, nothing. Really just, you know, waking up if I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> if you sleep. If I sleep, yeah. Uh, there's really not a whole lot. I mean, my friend's supposed to be moving back in February. But other than that, not a whole lot, you know. Yeah, short term. I know. Trust me. Like I said, I can't look past February because there ain't really nothing on the radar past that. Yeah, I try my damnedest not to plan at all. The only plans that we have are doctor's appointments. <laughs> and that's because <laughs> you have to you have to do that or you're not going to get in. But other than that, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's just nothing. like you know, planning this family vacation, if that's what you're going to call it. You have to plan ahead because, I mean, buying airline tickets last minute or rental car last minute or anything – you know, in that nature, last minute is fucking three times as expensive. And that's if they have it at that point, too, you know. So, you know, there is some planning you have to kind of do. But at the same time, it's the Daytona 500. Hell, it could get rained out and I have to be there Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. And I miss out on all the other stuff. Damn the bad luck. I, I do <laughs> hope to look forward to more Affinity Protocol from Chris and his team. Tomorrow morning, man. Tomorrow morning. Wait, Woo-hoo! you guys are doing one tomorrow? Yes, we are. I thought you were not doing one tomorrow. I was told we are. Oh, damn. <laughs> News to me because I thought it was going to be the, I thought the, anyway, I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> so Chris, so Chris, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow for the show, who's coming in with the worst hangover? Uh, considering I haven't heard from anybody else, uh, I'm going to say probably, you know, I'm going to go with Paul on that one. <laughs> Wait, is he alone? I think he's with his wife, but oh. yeah, I normally hear from those guys, like, you know, something. I bet I'll hear from them at like one o'clock in the morning. They'll be all fucked up. 
You don't. You don't <laughs> think random text? Yeah. Well, if 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 Zach shows up, you don't think he'll be hungover? No, Zach's not really a big drinker. He Isn't sticks to marijuana. <laughs> yeah, what about don't hangover? Little, yeah. little Chris drinks, right? Uh, he does. Uh, not as yeah. I mean, he's he's a marine, so <laughs> he definitely drinks, but. <laughs> I think, I think we talked about this earlier. <laughs> I think he's cut back. Uh, yeah. That's Lighter right. fluid doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's still in his 20s, like early 20s. Oh, so shit. he don't really well, get hangovers. Yeah. <laughs> I remember those days. Yeah. He's still young, dumb, and full of you know what. Yeah. yeah got it. <laughs> is he the baby or is that? Uh, Chris is, I believe. Is no, he? wait. They're about, I think they're exactly. It might be months apart. They're like the same okay. age, I believe. Just so they're both basically the babies. They're like twenty three, <laughs> both of them. Okay, yeah, they're they're babies. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I got kids around him. Right, right. Me too. <laughs> right? <laughs> God damn! Like, oh. Bitch, I feel old. I want to talk about my fucking grandkids. <laughs> there it is. Hey, at least tonight. Every, I'm every, not every one of y'all on kiss show. my ass now. <laughs> yeah, grandkids are turning 40. <laughs> <laughs> that he knows about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Stay man. on Facebook. Just saying. <laughs> Shit. So speaking of affinity. What you guys got planned for 2023? Any updates that you can tell us about? Because I know everybody's pestering no, you about I updates. You're going to have to listen tomorrow. <laughs> I know people's like, hey, what about this? And what about Hey, listen, listen, listen. Now, I, I understand that. You know, I know a couple of you guys have heard me talk about crypto in the past. I've been on here a few times talking about it. If you listen to Affinity Protocol, you hear about it all the time. Let me tell you the one thing. That is kind of frustrating as somebody that runs a crypto business is the impatient, the impatient crowd. Now, not everybody's like that, but it is pretty prevalent in that industry. Mm -hmm. And coming from, you know, spending most of my life in what you would call, quote unquote, typical tech. You know, you're allotted the time to develop shit like crypto, (laughs) not so much. Uh, Everything moves (laughs) lightning fast and if you're not keeping up you're gonna hear about it and you know that there's a reason why there's a joke you know about when 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 w-e-n um for everything because that's that's what you hear uh especially when you're brand new uh but yeah we're we're pushing forward man with everything we got and uh you know we got the bridge coming in in february we got um Staking or yield farming, whichever way you want to call it. We got that coming in probably a couple of weeks. And, um, you know, we got the mobile app for Adapt coming. And we're still uh, in the process of figuring out some new shit for the ETF like platform. But we got some real good shit coming in 23. And, it's, and it all should come the first half. So, pretty excited. I think Pretty my sad. favorite is seeing people complain and then, then be like, everybody else gives us updates. And I'm like, are they creating technology and, <laughs> and stuff like affinity? Like, I'm not going to say anything because I don't have a place to say it, but I, I, we talk, me and you talk. And I'm like, 
these guys are actually working their asses off while other people are using this shit just to say they created some shit when they really didn't create ass. Yeah, man, <laughs> I'm going to say it because I don't give a fuck, but there's, a, there's another very big, well-known company slash BSC token project out there that uh, probably the most popular one. <laughs> that just announced that they're developing something else. They just announced it today in, in a very cryptic way, playing games and shit with letters and all that, which is, you know, very childish, but whatever, that's their thing. And they, and the whole announcement was that they were developing an NFT marketplace. Oh, you mean the same marketplace that's been around for how long now? Yeah, exactly. And see, and that says a lot right there, right? Because I know you've been around us a lot. Me and you talk and you talk with all of us in Discord and shit offline. And you know, you've been around crypto, but you're not like Mm -hmm. embedded in it. Right. So for you to say that says a lot, because that's exactly where I was going with this. (laughs) There is probably a thousand fucking NFT marketplaces out there already. Mm -hmm. And they promoted this shit like as if it was some groundbreaking technology that's brand new. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I don't know. That's oh look, folks! It's sliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically, I mean, really that's basically what a lot of the people in crypto are doing, right? Like, yeah, and it's sad. You know, the same shit, rehashing the same. It's like a, it's like some tech company coming out trying to get everybody excited because they're developing a new email system. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. It's not not even the, but wait, there's more anymore. (laughs) Doing the same old shit. Hell yeah, man. I'm not going to say on here who it is, but I was going to ask Chris who it was. And it's exactly who I thought it was because I just went to their Twitter account. (laughs) And I'm looking at the gay ass letters that isn't cryptic at all. First off, (laughs) I get, I get what they're going for, but it's, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, you know, it's just, it gets, it gets tiresome. Yeah. You know, and and I do feel for the people that are like, they're just hoping that something really great comes out of it because there's so many people that are so far in the hole with that. Mm -hmm. Like they, they need something to happen to get money back. They're trying to save face now. Is that what you're saying? This company? No, the, no, the company doesn't give a fuck, right? But <laughs> the guy that runs the company has already made millions and millions and millions. But yeah, the people that are that have bought the token, mm-hmm. most of them that have bought within the last year and a half, two years, are down like ninety percent plus. What? So they need something good to happen in order to try to recoup some of their money. I knew it was bad, right. but damn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's down pretty hard. I mean, the whole market's down. Like, we're down even a lot, too. But, yeah, like, they're 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 down, right, because of what, know, just the what way happened. happened. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, it, it reminds me a lot of certain individuals in the veteran world that I'm not going to name because uh, they haven't done me wrong. Um, and, and certain companies, corporations that will take a product and put their name on it and say it's theirs. In reality, yeah. they have nothing to do with that product whatsoever except reselling it. That's it. Yes. 
Um, there, there's a company that does that with coffee. There's a company that does that with vapes and, and we could go down the whole list. And I'm like, I know for a fucking absolute dry fact, you yeah. did not create that. <laughs> like, so what you're saying yeah. is Mr. Pibb is not Dr. Pepper. No, <laughs> sorry no just be honest about it right yeah. like like there's not a person on this planet that really believes that we are sitting here screen printing and manufacturing our own merch right like and yeah. i'm not even going to try to pass it off that way if somebody yeah. asked me I'm, yeah we use a third party like i'm not i'm not in my basement like or my garage like screen printing this shit exactly. shipping it out to people i'm just right. not doing it yep <laughs> I mean, and if you really want to know, all you have to do is right click the motherfucking product range and you can see, (laughs) I mean, it's that simple. If you really want to know, just be honest about it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. If you're going to white label, you know, something, then that's cool. Mm -hmm. But just don't try to pass it off as your own, like, you know, made from scratch bullshit. Yeah. Your own patent patent pending product. (laughs) (laughs) And I see that a lot too. Well, I've seen that a lot too. People putting patents on things that are pending. It never comes to fruition, but it's to, for a money grab, right? Like, <laughs> is that a knock on me, dude? I got a patent on that. Do you really? I thought <laughs> yeah, that already passed. No, nah, we got a patent pending on it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. hopefully it passes soon. <laughs> what yeah. are they, eight months out? Ah, shit. I don't even fucking know. I know at one point, know. before a certain Rona took over, they were three months out, and that, and, that, and at I think midway through that, them and trademarks was six months out, and then it went up. So I don't know where the fuck they're at now. Because I, I was think gonna, with crypto, it's probably like much further, you know, much longer too, because they're still trying to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. Like you're in the patent office, and you're like, I'm submitting patents that have like smart contracts written in Solidity and all this <laughs> other shit. They have no idea what that is. Yeah, they're probably <laughs> looking at you like. Japanese algebraic terms? What? Yeah, like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and just so you know, Chris, we made some comments before you got here earlier in the evening that's probably going to slow that down even more. <laughs> I heard. I heard. I've been listening for a little bit. everything, now. dude. I heard. I think heard I tuned everything. in about 10 or 15 after the hour. Yeah. Yep. We were like, we were like uh, I don't know, like, what was it, JJ? Like four to six minutes in before the dick jerk. Dick jerk started six minutes. Dropping. Six, six minutes. minutes. Yeah. I wrote it down. <laughs> yep. uh, it we was were right making here. dick jokes by six minutes in. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I see. I seen the little <laughs> pin pop up over Rhode Island, and I knew it had to be one of those guys. Like I knew it wasn't six. <laughs> I'm not six, in Rhode Island, bro. I said over Rhode Island. When you zoom out of a map, the pin is oh. over Rhode Island, but it's in oh. fucking dumbass over here. <laughs> oh. Bro, do you even geography, bro? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Motherfuck. Hey, you know they don't teach that in school anymore? Do they not? Of course not, because nope. it's racist. Right? <laughs> Probably. Geography <laughs> is racist. Yeah, or at least around here anyway, we're, we're talking about that. And I was like, uh, I was at, um, I have like two good friends of mine that own ice cream shops. I don't know what the deal is with that. Don't ask. I don't know why all my friends own ice cream shops. But anyway, I was in one of them and I was talking to his wife and she was like, I think so. Probably. Knowing this guy might be. (laughs) She's like, hey, do you know they don't teach, they don't teach U.S. geography. They don't teach world geography. Nothing. Like, at least around here anymore. What the fuck? 
And and you told no me idea. how good your schools were. <laughs> I thought they were. Well, you know, in all honesty, they've gone downhill since I left the school committee. I'm just saying. <laughs> so you were keeping them up top. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Now, I think all schools have went down pretty hard. Every school district. Yeah. Around. I mean, that's mm-hmm. there's but no what kills but. me. What kills me is Bill Gates even has admitted that Common Core is a failure. But the school districts, the the, the U.S. Inter, uh, education system, has doubled down on Common Core. Oh yeah. Even though the the fucking guy that backed it was like, yeah, that's that failed. I mean, holy shit! I think that we came all out of uh, England. Yeah, I think we all said Common Core would fail hard when we first heard about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's so redundant. It really is. I mean. There's no simplicity to it compared to the simplicity of normal. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Anyway, whatever. That's that's a that's a rabbit hole in itself, man, that I've gone down multiple times. Yeah, it's uh, there's a whole lot of people making money off Common Core. Right? Well, it's, it's just like uh, diet pills. Remember diet pills? Oh, yeah. That was a whole speed. <laughs> I mean, X lax. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, right. Peter X lax. Which I'm, one? I'm talking about. I'm talking about the real diet pills that made it to the pharmacy. Um, but Again, yeah, Peter X lax. They either made you shit or they just fed you up. Actually, real diet pills made you feel like you were full <laughs> and done absolutely shit all for you. Oh, you mean donuts? No, <laughs> shit that I'm taking. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's all money. Gr- do what about the Zempic shit that I'm taking? No, it's meant for diabetes, but they call, it's the same shit, but it's uh, called something else, and it's used as a diabetic injection now as well. So all these fucking Hollywood elites are getting fucking diagnosed with pre-diabetes, so they can get this fucking shit. So they can well, lose it's, weight. Oh. It's like the new uh, blood pressure medication. Well, it's not new. Um, it's been around for a few years. Uh, FDA pulled it, and you can trust them. Um, put it because it, it causes, no trust us. It's it causes safe. cancer. It causes cancer. This blood pressure medication, what? and I'm like, yeah. I have so it got pulled. It got that pulled. Everything will either cause cancer or kill you in some other way, but most likely cancer. Well, everything. Let, let me tell you what. If you live in California, air will cause cancer because everything uh, fucking causes cancer there. Yeah, because everything comes with a sticker on it. Would cause cancer. Yeah. Warning labels. I mean, come on. I'm going to tell you right now. Barrett's talk definitely gives you cancer. You listen to it enough. <laughs> well, this is Barrett's party, so it's right two whole, whole different things. <laughs> Ass cancer. Wait, um, I took Humira for. $20 is $20. I think I took Humira for <laughs> six. I think I took Humira for like six and a half months and I was getting a dose every two weeks and I was in the ICU two days after that, every two weeks. And I won't go into details on everything, but I was dying every two weeks and some odd days after taking these doses. And I finally tell my GI, I'm not taking this anymore. It's killing me literally. Oh no, it's, it's not the Humira, blah, 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 blah. Three months later, I have none of the symptoms that I was having. I've not been in the ICU since the last time I took a dose. And I go to my new GI over here in Elkin. It was 2019 or no, 2020, 
right after the Rona outbreak bullshit. And I'm telling him what I've tried and this, that, and the other. He's like, why didn't you stay on Humira? I was like, I was in the ICU every two weeks and some odd days. And he was pissed. He said, it was killing you and your doctor tried to keep giving it to you. I was like, yeah. And he's had that happen to some other patients that Humira was literally killing them. And my mom was breaking out, just touching me where I was sweating. She was breaking out when I was on Humira. She doesn't break out now at all. So if it was doing that to my insides, if it was breaking my mom out through sweat, what is it doing to everybody else that's taking it for rheumatoid arthritis, which is the labeled use for it, ulcerative colitis, Crohn's, a shit ton of other things that they take it for. Hey, man. And I know you're trying to be serious, but every time you said GI, all I kept thinking was Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket kept running through my head. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's why I refuse to take any new medication, like, at all. They're, they're trying to take me, make me take fucking bone medicine. Bone medicine's what fucked my teeth up. That's why I have no teeth now. Like, I got some bone medicine you can have. Mm-hmm. 20 bucks is 20 bucks man <laughs> I refuse to take any medication that causes anal leakage that's just my line <laughs> I mean I'm so damn old that shit's starting to happen naturally I don't need to take a pill that's going to cause it to happen anymore stay away from the Doritos right I need free. You don't need to live on air <laughs> embarrassing Jones, anal leakage friend. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah. Honestly, like, especially after the last two years and the absolute fucking fiasco of gaslighting and just straight up bullshit from the CDC and fucking NHA and fucking Dr. Pouchy, who should be tried at the Gene- under the Geneva Convention for war crimes. Um, <laughs> the less pills I have to take, the better. I'm better. And I'm literally, when I go see the docs at the VA, I am like, you want to give me this medication? What does it do? What are the side effects? What happens if I don't take it? What happens if I do? Because, yeah, after the past two years and after the things we're seeing, Finally come to light from, yeah. uh, you know, Pfizer admitting, oh, yeah, it causes blood clots. And, oh, yeah, that uh, that myocarditis that's killing athletes who are perfectly healthy otherwise. Yeah. Oh, that was us. <laughs> yeah, perfectly 20-year-old you know, fucking airman next door fucking having blood clots. Right? Just fucking. Mm-hmm. Wait, yep. what? And, and just for everyone's information, JJ is not suicidal. No, I am not. And I, uh, but Except I do Fed is still listening. I am not suicidal. I do have information that could lead to Hillary Clinton's arrest. It's called the Constitution of the motherfucking United States. Read it, bitch. Hey, when you log in no. in the morning, Chris, and do a vicinity protocol, just just Hopefully take a game. me connect. Just, See what happened? Wait, was. What? It, what did it not let you connect? 
No, I'm just saying. Hopefully, your shit don't get taken down. Oh uh, yeah. Somebody from, <laughs> somebody well, from Washington. I was getting ready to say. The capital is listening. So. I was getting ready to say. Just zoom in on Washington and look at United States <laughs> Capitol and see if there's a pin above it. <laughs> they're listening. Oh yes, they're listening. Man, I do what a podcast it? about crypto. You know damn well they're listening. <laughs> what are some key words we could fucking throw out and get us like super flag? Right. Well, that's why they so hire another eighty-seven thousand IRS listening. agents, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, eighty-seven thousand. Yeah, taxes. Fuck taxes. You know. Yeah, eighty-seven thousand new hires is what it was. Taxation is theft. Biatch. <laughs> and, we do su- and we do support the Second Amendment. Hells yeah! <laughs> it's the well only s- reason there's still a First Amendment. Thank yep, you. Might as well check that box right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, machine guns, bitches. Fucking assault, <laughs> motherfucking rifles. And there's a lot of fine people over here. <laughs> I, can, I can see it now. JJ's obituary is going to read that he died by suicide. I am not suicidal. I am telling you, I am not suicidal. He died by suicide, run over by 17 lowriders in North Carolina. <laughs> it was a chovolution. Chovolution. I don't think there are 17 low riders in North Carolina. That's I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> oh. now move me a little bit west, like Pueblo, Colorado, Orale Holmes. <laughs> My son and I, back when he still spoke with me, um, we decided that our dream vehicle was a 67 Impala. Baby blue, like like powder blue, right? With white wall tires slammed. I mean, fucking, if you went over a speed bump, you you high-centered in that bitch, right? With, of course, hydraulics, a welded chain steering wheel, and the Sacred Heart airbrushed on the hood. Not because we're Catholic, but because Cholos. That's the ideal view. Yes, yes, oink, yes. That's what I'm talking about. Look, my dick can only get so hard. The only problem with that one is it's yellow, yellow, like piss, man. I need to be blue. It needs to be baby blue, but it has to have the Sacred Heart, like you know, the Madonna or or Jesus, either one, but with the Sacred Heart airbrushed on the hood, like full color, fucking. Blue eyes, blonde hair, flowing, you know, it has to. It has to. It's just not, it's not legit if it doesn't have the Sacred Heart airbrushed on the hood. Sorry. And doilies on the dashboard. And the fuzzy dice, Holmes. Because, you know, you got to have the fuzzy dice. (laughs) You got to have the fuzzy dice, man. (laughs) I don't know how I missed this back in November. But Babylon B put out an article. You Greta Thunberg thermostat scowls at you when you turn the heat up. You just say her name and I'm like, oh dear God. It says it says the thermostat also emits an audible, how dare you, if it hears you emit dangerous methane into the atmosphere in the form of a fart. <laughs> A backlit screen that displays the names of people who will probably die because you bumped it from 63 to 64 in mid-January. <laughs> <laughs> 
Amidst, you just killed a grandma. Amidst a loud siren, if you leave the door open for more than three seconds, <laughs> report you to the United Nations Climate Police if it feels like you might be thinking about turning on a lamp. <laughs> Smiles at you when you turn the heat down, but it still looks like a scowl. <laughs> at publishing time, stores had begun stocking a new pita frying pan that screams bloody murder if you use it to cook meat. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, so look, I have a serious goal for 2023. You ready? Hmm. I will eliminate any and all woke ideology from my life either by blocking it on social media or telling it get the fuck out of my house impossible i you know what it's a bad if that's the hill i'm willing to fucking die on you know what i'm saying fucking 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 sick of this bullshit we will order you a blue straight jacket aj (laughs) with the sacred hearts Airbrushed yeah. on the back. Yeah, yeah, and, and and we'll give you we'll give you we'll give you a little cholo mask like they do for Hannibal Lecter. Orale. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll have the rising sun on it just so they understand where you're coming Hells from. Hells yes. Because <laughs> you're going to drive yourself nuts this year, brother. Uh, <laughs> hey, I've done pretty well avoiding this bullshit for the most part. Like seriously, I will turn. There's some science fiction shows that actually were not bad, but then it started delving into the wokeness and I was like, eh, gone. Are you talking about the one you tried to get me to watch? Uh, I don't know. Which one was that? I don't remember the fucking name of it. Goddamn. Oh, no, no, no. That was good. No, that's legit. I haven't watched legit. it yet. Uh, I haven't watched the, it yet because I wanted to f- wait until they finished coming out with all the, all of this season. It's done eight, eight episodes. Uh, eight episodes. what's that? It's, uh, uh, oh, see, I can, you had to mention can, it, so now I can't remember it. I can see it, but I can't remember yeah. it. <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, uh, urban dementia. Yeah. <laughs> what? No, this is, that's normal. I, yeah, I that's can't totally normal. Breakfast on any given day. Dude, I've told that's JJ, I've told JJ a thousand things. He's like, I don't remember that. And I'm like, let me go back to when we said that. Yeah, no. Like, I, look, you're talking to the, that's not the right one. You're talking to the guy who fucking lost an entire set of mixing bowls. Didn't think they even existed. And I fucking packed them, unpacked them, and put them on the shelf. And I didn't know they existed until I found them again. Right. Brain damage is a hell of a thing. Uh, hang on. I know the name of it, and I can't. It's it's the, the, the first word is the of the name. The. It's really good. It's Jesus. The. Hang on, I'm trying to pull The peripheral. The peripheral. Is it peripheral? Peripheral? Yep. Yep, peripheral. Yeah, the peripheral. Yep. William Gibson. Yes, yep. the peripheral. Because we were that, talking about, we had been talking about Gibson and some other sci-fi. Yes, uh, before yeah, we got yeah. to that, the peripheral, and it's based on a William Gibson novel, and it's fucking good. Like whole, and it's not woke. Like Sense Eight, so far, so Sense far. <laughs> Eight started really good, and yep. then got woke like by the third episode, and I was like, Jesus fucking. Me and my really? mom loved Sensei, and then when it turned that way, I was like, I'm done. And then it started going woke, <laughs> and it was like, what? 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 Fuck. Now, I never even watched the second season. Like, the first season just it was like, shut it down. But two, uh, you know what two else? Shows, two shows. Two shows. 
Cowboy Bebop. I'm looking forward to the second season of Cowboy Bebop. I think I think they're done and they've been done for a while. But two shows you need to look into is Into the Badlands and Halt and Catch yes. Fire. Halt and Catch Fire. Halt and Catch Fire. Oh, I it's, haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's about the uh, the creation of the internet and stuff like that. Oh to, wait, yeah, I think I saw. It's I, really I, good. Um, I need to go back and look at it. But yeah, Into the Bad Badlands was good because they they gave no fucks. They killed everybody. Oh yeah, it was yeah. awesome. <laughs> everybody dies. Well, it, <laughs> at first I likened Handmaiden's Tales with Into the Badlands, but the Handmaiden Tales turned into this fucking woke bullshit, and I got tired of it really fucking See, quick. <laughs> honestly, as much as I love the Handmaid's Tale, the actual story, which yeah. is a short story, it yep. was great. Yeah. When I saw that they'd made a series out of it, first of all, it was a short story. Yeah. So they already ruined it. Well. So I never even bothered. Yes and no. I didn't bother. But, uh, and and the beginning is good. The first season's great. But after that, I hated it. I was like, I'm done. (laughs) I might look, uh, you know what? I might check out the first season just so it's decent. It's been a while since I've seen the first season, but I like the first. That was back when Hulu was allowing free bullshit. And they quit that, you know, because they're cool like that. Um, yeah. But yeah. Fucking fuck Hulu. They used to be cool. Right. See, now Walmart is actually incentivizing their associates. So I have Paramount Plus. And the only thing good about Paramount Plus is Star Trek. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> look, Captain I, Pike. Look. Captain Pike, the, the newest series, which is... Uh, <sighs> You'd have to look it up. Discovery? But it's the story of Captain Pike? No, it's not Discovery. It's new. It's brand new. I One don't fucking know. I stopped watching the new shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, there, is, no. there is a second season of it. They just haven't released it yet. Yeah, they haven't released it yet. But it's it's the story of Captain Christopher Pike, who was James the original. predecessor. Yep. Yeah. It's good. Yep. It's good. And the actor who plays Christopher Pike looks like Jim Caviezel's younger brother. <laughs> and he's good. <laughs> Like he's Picard level good. So if you're start if you're Trekkie, and if you appreciate Patrick Stewart, I'm telling you, watch the latest Star Trek series because it's not bad. Yeah, this they, they only wasn't two, horrible. Yeah, they only matter. have two seasons of Picard. I think they're done. I don't know if they're going to do a third. Yeah, I need to not. go back. I, I haven't watched Picard yet, and I actually probably need to do that. But here, okay, so Nevermore is a diehard Star Wars fan. And she <laughs> hates Star Trek. The, I'm the opposite. <laughs> the, the Christopher Pike storyline in the in the Star Trek, whatever the, the universe the, series is, the Christopher <laughs> Pike star uh line storyline actually sucked her in and got her to start watching the original series, which of course is campy as fuck. Yeah. By today's standard, but was absolutely groundbreaking in 1967. Strange New Worlds. Yes, Strange New Worlds. Yes, it's, dude, it's worth watching. It's worth Paramount Plus just to watch. Oh, there you go, Stefu. Hell yeah. (laughs) Fucking rolling on fucking lifesavers, man. Lifesaver candies for wheels. Hell yeah. Sad thing was I had a chance to get me uh, my hands on a 63 Impala with those fucking little tires on it. 
It had no engine, no training in it. It was left at the fucking dorms by this kid that we kicked out of the fucking military. So when I contacted the, the, the county, yeah, I mean, we kicked the guy out and uh, we uh, contacted the sheriff's department. We're like, well, that's federal land, so you have to get all the security forces. So as soon as I call security forces, they're like, yeah, we don't do that no more. Which is no shit. Two days later, that fucking car was already towed and gone. I'm like, motherfuckers. I could have towed it right out of the dorm parking lots and nobody would have fucking known. Right? That shit could have been in your garage. Hell yeah. I don't know, but I can tell you that Chris has probably over there been rolling his eyes so hard that I can feel him right now. I mean, he's a... (laughs) He's like, these fucking geekhead nerd-ass motherfuckers, get them away from me. Like, fuck me. It's crazy because I don't... I don't know. In some respects, I don't fit stereotypical nerd like nerdy shit but only only when it comes to like movies and tv because i don't really care for sci-fi yeah like i can take or leave both star trek and star wars i've watched them but i don't i have to be in a certain mood to watch it too yeah you know sci-fi like even even like um like my son loves uh like avengers movies and shit like i could take or leave those too like most of that shit i don't okay the like first, comedy. That's, the, that's the really first, about it. The first Iron Man movie, yeah. After that, I'm just like, yeah, whatever, because they ruined it for me. Yeah. Just like they ruined Star Wars when they done the episode bullshit. Oh, fucking. I have Jar never Bates, seen seriously? any of them outside of the original three. I've never awesome. seen any other one. <laughs> I remember standing in line for X hours to see a new home. <laughs> back in 1980, I was there. I was and that there. was the second run because it fucking it fucking uh, released yeah. in 1977. Uh, yeah, they that had the second run in 1980. They had three runs. They had it in yeah. their original. They had it in the 80s, and they had it in the 90s. Yeah. Well, it released in 1980 to sell tickets for uh, Empire Strikes Back. I know. And then they rehashed it in the 90s because of that digital upgrade bullshit, which they didn't change anything bad in that version. The version they fucked up was the one they rehashed in the 2000s. No, dude, Mos Eisley was fucked up in the digital re-release. That's what I'm saying. Mos Eisley was fucked. That's the one they fucked up. The one in the 90s, they didn't fuck up. All they done with that one was they color graded things. Han Solo drew first. Han? Han drew first. Han. Han. Han Solo. Han. <laughs> His first name was Han. Not Hand. Oh, Han. Han. Excuse me. Han. Yeah, uh, Han Solo. The fact that Chris corrected you. <laughs> no, it's Han. I mean, it's I may be wrong. Me. No, I'm just saying. I always it's, knew it as Han. It's Han. Uh, Snafu says he could see me in a 56 Chevy or Ford <laughs> on bag slammed to the ground. You know, I learned to parallel park in a 1954 Chevrolet handyman wagon. She wasn't slammed or anything, but I'll tell you, that was one hell of a car. <laughs> it also mm. weighed like 4,800 pounds. How do I know it weighed 4,800 pounds? I stalled it once or twice trying to learn how to use the clutch to parallel park it. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to fucking push it. (laughs) That fucking Mustang that we've got out here that's black now, it used to be white. We stalled that bitch. Oh, it's got to be both black and white. Can't we all just go along? Probably 2010 because that's not our fault. That's uh, racist. (laughs) <laughs> the fuel pump gave out on it and 
we're like, ah, oh, fuck. And we are on the flattest fucking piece of fucking road in my fucking city, town, village, mountain, no, whatever. What? No, where, like where we stalled, feet. you fucking dumbass. Oh, okay, where you Jesus fucking say, your Christ. House is not on flat land. Holy Christ, <laughs> listen to the story. Stop the bourbon for a second. Fuck. Man, imagine stalling in like Idaho. But that's basically what this stretch of road was. And it was me and Joe. Where the fuck are the hills? Joe had to sit yeah, in the driver's right. seat and push well, with the hills leg. Idaho. It's Wyoming. While I was pushing that bitch. Nebraska. And Nebraska. Fuck this, Nebraska. Jesus. So this Mustang was originally a Virginia police chase car. So it is set the fuck up. And when I say set the fuck up, it's not your factory setup. <laughs> It is aftermarket, you name it, everything. And it's stiff, it's heavy. And pushing that That's little fucking said. Mustang on a flat fucking road is like pushing a boulder up a fucking hill. Like, you wouldn't think a Mustang's that heavy. But a 1980s fucking Mustang stalled Fox on Fox flat Fox surface? Fox. Holy shit, dude. Hey, man, not to derail your, your car conversation, but no, go for a few it. times... We mentioned decades here, and and my wife and I were having this conversation on the way home from dinner tonight. Which, by the way, we had burritos. Ooh, um, so you're gonna hate tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, look, it wasn't tacos, so you're just not trolling, bro. Sorry, I know, right? How white of you? Told you, I know, damn burrito. You wanna be? Well, right. Anyway. So we had this conversation today. Right. If you go back through most of our, because uh, we're all older in this in this chat, you go back through our decades of of childhood and, and beyond they were all recognizable like very very recognizable for something like yep. 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s. i could have a party right now and theme it in any one of those decades somebody could walk in off the street have no idea what i'm doing and instantly recognize what decade that party is after is the going. 90s <laughs> what is there since masks. we hit the 2000s surgeon masks <laughs> What what do we have to recognize the decades from 2000 to 10 and then from 10 to 20? Computers Uh, and surgeon masks. (laughs) Cross-dressers. I mean, transgender. (laughs) Everyone would be wearing headsets and on their phone. Wait, wait, that is a a type of party. That is a type of party, because I told Chris about this. There is a party where you go to, and you wear your own headphones and dance to the music that you're listening to, and the whole room is silent except for... Yeah. That's not a fucking party. That's your own little fucking whatever. That's you at home. Holy shit. That's group group isolation, which is an oxymoron. Exactly. (laughs) Collective isolationism. No, I to am me, curious. it sounds like a mass shooting in the making. <laughs> I am curious right? now, other, other than surgeon masks for 2020, what would be a decade theme from 2000 yeah. to 2022? What's recognizable that you would say, oh, that's from this decade, mm-hmm. anywhere after 2000? It's like nothing. Alice no, 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 no. No, Alice in Wonderland would be the early this. 1900s. What? You of all people should know this, Chris. No, there is one thing that's absolutely recognizable, and that's digitalization, cryptocurrency, NFTs. But that you, is where uh, things yeah, move. I suppose. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah, but that I didn't guess. exist in, in 2002. 
There was no such thing as a fucking cryptocurrency. That's true. That's true. I suppose that could be worked in. I'd rather go as a dick rocket. (laughs) (laughs) It's not if if anything epitomizes the stupidity of of the 21st century so far. It's a it's a dick rocket with Bill Shatner on that bastard. (laughs) Actually, no, no, no. That's good. Mayhem. You're not you're close. But that is not what makes the tw- the uh, 2010 era stand out. You know what does? Motherfucking sky penis. Go, Nate! <laughs> <laughs> sky you know, penis. It's, it's funny we're talking about. Rocket. It's funny we're talking about modern day because I had a really in depth conversation that almost turned into a debate years ago. And it was around the time smartphones were becoming a thing. So we're talking 2010. And I was like, it would be great if we had at least one episode of modern day Mr. Bean. And they're like, Mr. Bean is modern day. I'm like, no, he's early fucking 90s, dude. Like, he's he's still before internet. And they're like, no, that's modern day. I'm like, no, it fucking isn't. And we're sitting here playing World of Warcraft while we're having this conversation. And they're arguing with me that Mr. Bean was modern day. Like, if you want to talk modern day and push it all the way back to 1970. Sure. We're talking fucking modern day, (laughs) but I was talking about, you know, seeing Mr. Bean use a fucking smartphone. Cause how hilarious would it have been to see him using a smartphone to do the stupid shit that he'd done. Right. And incorporate that into a Mr. Bean universe. But no, they were all adamant that Mr. Bean, even though he was the early nineties before internet even existed (laughs) was modern day. Like, I'm like, no, dude. Like, Black Adder isn't even modern day. Fucking Black Adder. Faulty Towers. Yep. Oh, yeah. Got them all. Back when humor was allowed. Right. Offensive. Right. Back when you could, you know... Tell dick jokes and and nobody would be like, what? When I I could sit here and say Chris was gay as fuck. That was between you and I, bro. (laughs) Back when you could go, that's retarded. Nobody be like, oh, Oh, man. Like, even has has fashion like changed that dramatically, even in the last 22, 23 years? Well, men's skirts have gotten shorter. That's right. Well, that that (laughs) is true. The fucking ripped jeans that you made at home are now selling for $200 a fucking pair. Yeah, but that's been the same way. Like, like, 700, get your well, shit. Right. Yeah, but I mean, we made them at home versus yeah, paying yeah, fucking true. $700. Jesus. Tight, man, tight jeans are a thing it. now. They're not My just for gay people years like years ago, mayhem. Come on. <laughs> we already covered that. <laughs> not, oh. those, not those balls. We got oh. four minutes. <laughs> Play on your we got four minutes. <laughs> I don't. My balls are not in my deck right now. Okay. I'm, I'm, got, just I'm at three minutes. I'm wondering why Planet Fitness would sponsor the ball dropping in New York City when half them people out there couldn't find one in New York City. And if because they did, they probably no, no, wouldn't no, go no, there. No, 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 Planet Fitness is sponsoring the ball drop because Planet Fitness is all about fitness, is all about fitness D's nuts in your <laughs> mouth. Fitness <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
I guess we lost a sponsor there. <laughs> what oh, fucking what sponsor? Nuts? He's all about putting these nuts in your mouth. <laughs> Did Paul ever the get him any t- of those uh, coffee-covered nuts, Chris? I have know? no idea. Well, I, I, don't, that I, don't talk, I don't talk nuts with Paul. I need to, I need That's to a lie. Jason up and talk That's about a lie. Coffee, coffee. Are there any other guys that you do talk nuts with, Chris? <laughs> yeah, it's just I try not to. You know, it's, I don't mix business with pleasure. <laughs> Chris is a kiss, don't tell kind of guy. Yeah, you, you know, know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. yeah. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, but he was in Utah, Oink. That don't apply. I mean, oh, they got man. polygamy laws and Have shit you been, up there. Has anybody here been to Utah? Oh, no, God, yes. Don't plan on it. Yes, but no. But yes, yes. but no. You've been to Salt Lake City? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably. So, yep. Probably. I, so I think Salt Lake City in general, I think – is a is a nice looking city, but the amount of smog and shit that exists, and then there are some slums, just like any other city you get. But the smog just fucks everything up. Did you did you ever see the SpongeBob episode where SpongeBob was normal? So like he was smooth and he had no holes. Like he was shiny and smooth. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Right? That's Salt Lake City. Yeah. That's like every person who lives in Salt Lake City is like normal SpongeBob. (laughs) 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 And at the same time, they're like the this is fine meme with the dog in hell and everything's on fire. And he's like, this is fine. Yeah, This is fine. That's Salt Lake City at the same time as normal SpongeBob. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, because like I landed, and you know, you got the Rockies and everything surround you, and I get it. It's because it's in a valley of the Rockies. That's why the smog, the smog just settles in there. But I landed, and I'm like, wow, this is a really beautiful city. But what it the is. fuck is all this yellow and shit? Like, what is all? Well, that? but you got to understand, Salt Lake City is literally, and I grew up in Anchorage, Alaska, which is the yeah. same problem. It's a bowl. It's yeah. surrounded by mountains, and the mountains trap all that shit in there until a storm comes. Yeah. Anchorage was the same way. There is no pollution in Alaska except in the Anchorage Bowl because that's where the largest city is, and it's fucking surrounded by mountains. Well, through uh, all the smog talk, apparently the ball dropped. As you can say, my balls just dropped. It's midnight. Yeah. <laughs> welcome welcome to 2023, motherfuckers. Too. 25 seconds ago. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, shit. And my automatic, my robot vacuum just activated. <laughs> I'm like, what is Dude. that sound? It's RoboVac. Pick your balls up, JJ. Yeah. <laughs> They're about to get sucked up. Dude, that's got to be a good way. That fucking, whatever the fuck you want to call it, has to be a fucking PTSD nightmare at times. What, the vacuum? Yeah. <laughs> Not for me. It's just. <laughs> Not for me, he it, says. No, it goes. That doesn't relate to anything. It doesn't relate to anything. Now, if it went, ow, then yeah. But no, <laughs> it's, it's quieter than that. <laughs> I can't believe that thing just kicked off. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I programmed it to start at midnight, but I didn't think about tonight because 
because it's a set it and forget it. Like, why would I think, oh, I'm going to be live on air and my vacuum's going to start? You thought it was going to be some. It's a good thing he ain't no deeper in that bottle. (laughs) He thought it was going to be some. That could have been a shooting incident right there. (laughs) He probably thought it was going to be some. Don't touch my burn bottle, bitches. Uh, Bo, you're le- you're learning that the missus is is a serious nerd. We were talking about programs earlier. She's got me watching this uh, MST3K. Oh yeah, Mystery yes. Science Theater. Yes, yes, yeah. I love the originals. Yeah, them robots are driving me over the edge. You can you can half the stuff they say wouldn't play today if you if they were just writing it. Dude, Crow is my personal hero. Like, I want to be Crow when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> MST, MST. So yeah, she's she's definitely a nerd. So, I was asking her if she was fact checking your your uh, Star Trek info. She said you guys were good so far. My Star Trek info. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, you guys were talking about the different Star Treks and oh all yeah. That. My bad. I haven't watched Picard. I need to watch Picard. Now, of any of the Star Treks that could be woke, Picard could be woke. I haven't watched it, so I'm not going to say it is. No, I think you're going to look out there. I don't think it was. I don't okay. think there's anything in there. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. I'm just saying, because if you think about the next generation, and think about some of the things that Yes, it, it, it tells it a lot could. more backstory on him himself and some of the things they deal with. Okay, and of course, okay. there's some other yeah. missions that not they that, do. But that's, not that that's, next that's generation, because next generation didn't really just didn't go woke, but next generation got lost in its own mythology. So really you know? quick, really quick, I have a light and dark version of our new design, and I have one bumper sticker up. And I don't know when the other bumper stickers and other designs will become available. But when they do, we'll let you guys know. You can get all that shit over on the DV Radio Store at dvradio.net. Click on the DV Radio Store. All the rocket uh, designs and the Christmas stuff, that's all gone. I, I warned you guys, so if you didn't get it, you're shit out of luck, motherfuckers. You're straight up fucked. <laughs> but, the yeah. red rocket. Wait, wait, holy shit. My mother just liked my Happy New Year's post. It's nine oh four. It's nine. It's eight. Okay, it's only eight p.m. She's not asleep yet. Yeah, it's only eight oh four. She's on the west coast, so I'm like, wait, what are we still doing up? Well, uh, no, it's midnight here. Never mind. Holy <laughs> shit! She just liked my post too. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Your your mom liked my post too, so it's all. <laughs> Dude, that was Chris, Chris I got a question for you. What's up, it's man? It's completely out of left field, but it's in your it's in your ballpark. Is Pi going to uh, launch on actual exchanges this year? Uh, I hope not. Why? I don't know. I don't like exchanges. You don't like it? I mean, central exchanges, right? I'm sorry, say again. Central exchanges, right? Like, can, yeah, can I? I don't like it. it. It's so, oh. Okay. 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 So you think the Pi Network is going to stay uh, isolated? And, and no, rotated? I think it will. I, I don't think it's going. It's going to be on central exchanges. If it's uh, anything that's trying to be its own, which you know it is, its own network. It's you know anytime it's you know another, anytime somebody comes up with a blockchain or anything big that 
the goal is to reach the masses. And right now, central exchanges like Binance and Coinbase and all those are the easiest way to get people involved. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but as you've seen with like FTX, but yeah, uh, okay. I don't yeah. like central exchanges for reasons like that. They operate like banks, but without any kind of oversight. Okay. That's why I'm with Voyager. That's what happened with a few others. They just, things go south, but. So, so then that leads to the question, how can you leverage an investment in a crypto currency if it's not traded on a central exchange? Dexes, decentralized exchanges. So we're actually creating one. Um, they, there are a few that exist, but we're creating one that's going to be cross-chain um, and offer pretty much every coin, which is, you know, the coin is the native currency on a blockchain. Right. Um, through a decentralized exchange. And basically what that means is we don't hold the currency. You do. So the way mm-hmm. a central exchange works is it holds it just like your bank does, right? So you deposit your money. You, quote, unquote, have that money, but the bank is loaning it out and doing all kinds of shit. That's why if you were to, like, contact your bank and say, hey, I need to make a withdrawal of 100 grand, they're going to say, well, give us two or three days. Right. Because they, they don't, don't have your have money. It's they got to clear right. it. Yeah. That's what central exchanges do. That's what got, F, like I said, FTX and Voyager and shit in trouble because when the stock, uh, when the crypto market collapsed, people started trying to withdraw and they didn't have that that money. Um so they went bankrupt. They pulled because a Bernie Madoff. There's no FDIC Madoff. insurance and nothing. Everything's all fucked up. Just a minute. They per- pulled a Bernie Madoff. Well, FTX was a little different. That was a flat. <laughs> that was some scammy shit with that as well. Oh, oh but yeah. At least Voyager. <laughs> Voyager wasn't scammy. They just over levered. Yeah. And they couldn't fulfill everybody's orders. Yeah, I didn't uh, hear with, as much bad stuff about Voyager as I did FTX. No, Voyager just fucked up. Like, they, like I said, they just over levered. They loaned out a whole bunch of shit. And they didn't expect people to want to withdraw so much so quickly. Yeah. And they were fucked. Uh, Decentralized means that nobody is ever like holding your money. So if somebody has an exchange that's decentralized, when you go to buy or sell, you're buying and selling directly from markets that actually have that money. And you can liquidate at any time. You own it. You hold it 100%. And that's the way it needs to go. The problem with decentralization is it's much more difficult to get into. Mm-hmm. It's not as easy to take fiat or cash and get into it. There's a couple different layers. So trying to make that okay, easier. Okay, so that leads we'll me. That, I haven't really been following you guys, so I, yeah. I apologize. But that leads me to a new question, which is, can I buy your coins? Can I? Can I? On the central I mean, exchange? No. Yeah. No, no. Okay. So can I buy so how can I invest in Affinity? How can I So much like any other token, like mm-hmm. ours, we're a token, which I'm sorry if I'm boring the fuck out of everybody just after midnight. No, no this you know, is fucking fascinating as shit. But anyway, so when you look at uh, a blockchain, we'll we'll take Ethereum, right? For mm-hmm. instance, because that is the most well known. Uh, blockchain that also has tokens on it, but uh, Bitcoin does not. Bitcoin is just a blockchain. It only has Bitcoin. There's nothing else that lives on on Bitcoin blockchain. Ethereum is what's known as a, a layer one 
blockchain. So you have Ethereum coin. But then there's also layer two, which is tokens that live on that blockchain. All right. Mm-hmm. So that would be like Affinity lives on the Binance blockchain, where layer two, where a token. So mm-hmm. Binance is its own coin, where we're a token on that chain. So when you're dealing with tokens themselves, you typically buy the underlying asset, which is whatever chain it's on. So if it's on the Ethereum chain, you buy Ethereum and then you swap Ethereum for that layer two token. Right. right. So for us, you would buy BNB and then swap it on a decentralized exchange, a DEX, for Affinity. Gotcha. So that leads to, okay. Okay, I, I get I get I get what you're telling me. And I I find that a little bit ironic because we have four states now that are accepting as currency gold backs. So they are regressing to gold back backed currency. And yeah. you can purchase those gold backs. So basically What's happening, at least in four states and hopefully more very soon, is that U.S. currency is beginning to decentralize in exactly the same way. So if you buy a New Hampshire gold back, because New Hampshire is one of the states that's selling gold-backed currency, if you buy a New Hampshire gold back, that gold back is exchangeable in New Hampshire and the other three states that have gold-backed currency. So then we have to try to figure out how the rates are regulated. Is a New Hampshire gold back the same as a, I believe, North Dakota's one of the states? So if I have a $1 gold back from New Hampshire, is it $1 in North Dakota? That's, yeah. so we're, we're, so that's, I think, ironic that we're mirroring the exact same uh, environment Again, because originally each state issued its own currency yeah. back in in the you know back in seventeen you know seventeen eighty seven seventeen eighty six seventeen ninety eighteen hundred each state issued their own currencies every state had their own mint and it was all backed by gold and then it got federalized as much as I love Abraham Lincoln he was a fantastic president. He was who generated the switch between constitutional-based state-focused to federalism. Yeah. And it was necessary to do things like end slavery. It was absolutely necessary. But at the same time, after the Civil War was won, they should have decentralized again. So it, it, that's it's interesting because if you think about history, do you look at history and you compare it to what's happening? If you look at U.S. history, I should say, if you should, if you look at the way that the Constitution designed the republic, um, and you look at the way that crypto is occurring real time, history is repeating itself. That's and what's funny about crypto, too, that you hear a lot of people say is, well, it's useless. It's just a digital asset that has no value. Unless and you get it value. Exactly. And that's like with anything. If mm-hmm. I have anything, the value lies in what somebody holds it have value. Yeah. 
if I want to trade something for anything, that value is worth whatever I feel that that value is worth that I'm willing to trade it for. So that's, I mean, everything derives its value from that. Uh, the U.S. dollar derives its value from that. The, any, any Anybody that's been in the stock market and deals with uh, Forex knows that. All currency is valued based off of other currencies and, and the value against it. The thing that crypto does is it kind of levels the playing field across the globe. Right. You know, it's it, it, you can't have China deflating or inflating their, their currency value to fuck with the U.S. dollar value. Essentially, crypto is a global republic. Yes. It, essentially, yes. It, in a very raw. Yeah. And the idea is to <laughs> I mean, that's not have it centralized. Yeah. And that's that's where shit's getting fucked up. And that's why this whole thing of like FTX and stuff is really screwing with people's mindsets on it, because the idea is for it to not be centralized. Mm hmm. Cool. Well, I'm probably going to have to try and swing a little bit of uh, worthless U.S. currency your way. Cause <laughs> yeah, right now point, is a, a yeah. damn good time to at least explore and do research on it because the crypto right, market yeah. is so fucking deflated and beat up. that yeah. I mean, I mean and it, 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 at this point, I've been mining Pi for almost a year. At yeah. this point, if Pi goes mainstream and if Pi goes mainstream – at a value of a hundred US dollars per coin, like they claim they're trying to do, I'm in a good spot. Yeah. But Pi could go mainstream the same way Doge has gone and go and be worth yeah. seven cents a fucking coin. Yeah. Which <laughs> Doge is a beautiful thing, but at the same time, it's only worth seven cents a coin. It, it did not go to the moon, you know. Well, the problem with Doge is, Doge. So the problem with Doge is, <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a lot why I'm laughing. There's a, there's a lot of shit wrong with Doge, but yeah, um, one of the big things, other than the fact that the only reason why it's even known for shit anything is because of like Elon and all that. Like, mm -hmm. it has no real value. The other thing too is Doge can be minted. Mm -hmm. So, like the U.S. dollar. Obviously, like right. right now, we're dealing with inflation because if you keep increasing the price of shit and more people have money, but then you're printing more money, it fucks with the, the economy. Right. Yeah. Doge can be printed, it, it can be minted. So there can be more added. Mm -hmm. Where, well, and that's almost thing all of them, none of them can. You can't, yeah. the, the, the supply of Bitcoin is fixed. It can never, there can never be more. Right, and that's the that's the one thing I like about Pi is there's a fixed amount, and yeah. it's it's going to hit a cap, and at that cap, it's going to have to be traded, that yeah. no matter what, it, whether it's another year or another three years. At some point, Pi is going to hit a cap, and then at that point, the way the system is set up, it has to be traded, so it will have value at that. It will have translatable value i should say at that point so i'm not losing anything by mining by no i, I mean yeah it's, pretty, it's just electricity yeah <laughs> well yeah and shit i've heard some i mean i'm an american fuck electricity <laughs> fuck yeah let's do it Greta thornberg's pissed <laughs> off at you right now <laughs> she hates me for mining by that bitch <laughs> that salty norwegian cunt <laughs> 
But really, you know, to not drag this out anymore because I know I don't want to bore people even more. But what Affinity is doing is is weird. So you've used Venmo and Cash App, right? Or or one of the two. We have developed and we continue to expand on it, the crypto version of that. Nice. Yeah, so you can send all that shit. You just create a username and you can send to whoever you want and receive, uh, just like you would on Venmo a number of different currencies and you can even send messages with it and shit say hey you know thanks for the the lunch here's your your repayment whatever it may be Um, so your biggest challenge is becoming as notorious as venmo or cash app yeah okay slowly but that's legit there's nothing wrong with that i mean which is tough because we're not centralized and and like i said the the big Big corporations, the the governments, all that, they love centralization. So we have to do it basically grassroots. And we have to, you know. Centralization, I mean, but that's just the thing. The goldbacks are grassroots. People in those states were like, wait a minute. We see the dollar going to shit. How are we going to make sure we can still afford to live? Let's come up with our own currency. What's valuable to trade? Gold. Oh, gee, bam issue currency based on gold. Yeah. You know, I mean, so it, it, it's a, it's just a matter of people like me who are fringe, fringe uh, crypto users, fringe. Like, I sort of get it, but when you start talking NFTs, my eyes glaze, glaze over. Well, NFTs I know aren't I can new either. create the, NFTs, the thing but I have NF- no idea how they have value. Well, that's the thing with NFTs, right? Me and Chris have talked about this. NFTs are not new. The name NFT is new and the way they're strategizing and marketing them is new and the way the, what, what was the other thing we talked about, Chris? Um, fuck. I just went blank. NFTs are not new. That's the thing. And they're acting like it's completely new. It's been around for ages, well, and, and as long NFT as the internet is essentially on. provenance, right? It's a digital version of a certificate of authenticity. Yeah. Basically. Am I not wrong? Am I wrong? Am I not Lame, wrong? In okay. layman's terms, right? Right. That's what I'm saying is essentially an NFT is saying, for example, Banksy. You yeah. can buy a Banksy NFC, NFT for a million dollars. But what that NFT gives you is a digital certificate of authenticity saying yeah and and see the problem with the way they're trying to market nfts from here recently which was the big issue is people own the copyright no you don't own the copyright to an nft the artist still owns that piece of artwork you just bought that artwork from them right like it's like you going and buying a statue from fucking walmart let's say you don't own the copyright and the rights to do what you want with that statue you just own the statue right you just have the reproduction right that statue right so rodan a perfect example rodan created the thinker yeah in yeah like 16 or 17 different versions i have seen four or five original rodan Thinkers at various scales, including one as it was originally designed at the top of the door of the gates of hell in Barcelona, Spain. And it was four inches tall. But I have also seen a 13 foot tall thinker statue 
in Barcelona, Spain, also created by Rodin. Mm-hmm. So Rodin is still the originator of that statue, yeah. but you bought this version. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. That's okay. essentially. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the, yeah. Perfect analogy for that. Wouldn't yeah. you just like you said with the certificates of authenticity, think about like back in the day when you buy those plates. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right, the same the US thing. Like, bitches. Yeah, yeah. They would make like thousands of those, right? So that doesn't mean you own the rights to that <laughs> wait, wait, image wait. on that Oh plate. my god! I just made the ultimate. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Okay, so NFTs are the current digital version of boomer shit. Yeah, US <laughs> mint <laughs> coin sets. An NFT yeah, is, is just a digital fucking piece of boomer shit. Yeah, but that was the big controversy there for, what, a good part of the year was people had it in their minds with the way NFT was described that they owned everything there was about that piece of artwork right, that they could right. do with what well, they okay, wanted to. Well, okay, so same, same as an ASCAP license, right? Yep. You do not own the piece of music you're licensed to broadcast. Right. You are just licensed to broadcast that piece of music, but... Metallica still owns the music. Right. Yeah. 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 And I Same still have thing. to pay okay. Metallica. Yeah. Yeah. That actually makes things understandable to me because I have been t- struggling to connect NFT to value. And see, NFTs, NFTs get a good start with um, your 8 bit pixel artwork that was happening mm-hmm. in the 90s. And that's where mm-hmm. essentially they started. Not that they started there. Right. But that's what NFTs has it, evolved Right, that's where it from. kind of gelled into mm-hmm. something that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. And, with, well, and that's the other thing, too. The, the, the JPEG version of yeah. an NFT is just the most popular, but you can attach music, you can attach documents. Mm-hmm. An NFT is a token. Gifts. It's, it's no different than a token like when we, when we have affinity tokens or, or any other currency token. It's still a token. It just has either a, a, a GIF or a JPEG attached or a document or music or whatever mm-hmm. that has metadata embedded in that. So that way, as you're tracking that token, you can prove ownership. Which takes us into the other part of it, the metaverse, right? Because there's not just one metaverse, which is a very big misconception. There's, I love the metaverse. There's hundreds, thousands <laughs> of them, and, and they're creating them every day. Forbes just fucking created one, and they want you to pay, what is it, three ninety nine a month to fucking be a part of their metaverse where you are a literal avatar in a game walking around looking at Forbes articles, essentially. Like, Okay, okay. So we're going to take this conversation full circle because it kind of started with talking about the peripheral, which is based on a novel by William Gibson. And I believe it was William Gibson, but I, but it was, if it wasn't him, it was one of his contemporaries and it was originally published the same as count zero by William Gibson as a serial in Isaac Asimov science fiction magazine. But there was a story called a novella called the difference engine. I think it was William Gibson. And it posited that instead of digital, steampunk, so mechanical, was the technological advancement of world society. And the vehicle, literally, that it used to illustrate was a, what we would call a car, Mm -hmm. but because Every different region used a different style of tracks. 
in order to pilot their vehicle, um, your car had a series of extremely complex uh, levers, gauges, um, uh, cogs, gears, and wheels in order to fit all the multitude of different style and size of tracks to get across London. This was based in London. Yeah, um, so the analogy was the difference between Windows and the Apple iOS, what mm-hmm. became the iOS, because this was 1983. You're talking about Macintosh. <laughs> yeah, Macintosh era. Yeah, absolutely. Macintosh. Okay, so that was the that was the physical analogy was you had this cart that had 30 different wheel styles, 16 different axle widths, and 14 different sizes and series of cogs in order to be able to cross from one side of London to the other because each neighborhood had its own individual system. So the point of the story, the moral was obviously there needs to be a common ground, a central exchange. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. We're literally, this was being discussed in 1980 in that era, in the eighties. Yeah. What we're seeing now in the 2020s, and we're finding the exact same problems. Well, how do I get a document from a from a uh, uh, Windows operating system from DOS because it was DOS at that point in time yeah. to Apple? How to Macintosh? How do I translate this data? from this operating system to that operating system in a way, in a manner where it's universal and the end user can see the exact same thing on both sides. Yeah. So, you know, uh, history repeats itself. And for those wondering why JJ was talking about a lot of cogs, that, that movie or that book is steampunk error. Industrial yeah. Revolution steampunk. Essentially, yeah, it was essentially. Yeah. And if you really, if you're interested in that kind of, well, what if, what if we, yeah. we stayed mechanical and steam powered rather than as essentially becoming electronic and digital? It's a good story. Um, another, another great read is the Peshawar Lancers um, by. Uh, oh. Don't ask me. I don't know that one. Oh, dude, you need to find and read the Peshawar Lancers. Trust me, it will blow your mind. It's the same author who did the the series of books um, that began with a U.S. Coast Guard ship off the coast of Maine uh, when a world shift occurred. And essentially, the entire planet was taken technologically back to the um, early 13 or 1400s. And nothing mechanical worked anymore. And the USS Eagle uh, tall ship, steel hull tall ship, was the Coast Guard ship, which is a sailing vessel. Um, and that whole universe uh, is fascinating. The books, the books in that series are fascinating. Um, and the only book title I can remember out of that series in that universe is a meeting at... It's a city in Oregon because it then takes place. The the, the story moves from the tall ship off the coast of Maine to a small community in 
in uh, Western Oregon, a small farming community, and how they redeveloped an agrarian society. Um, and the battle between the people who were trying to hold on to technological advancements that wouldn't work and the people who realized, hey, we have to carry swords and shields again and crossbows won't work, but regular bows will. And uh, it, it's all fascinating. I'll have, to, I'll have to fucking look it up and find the name of the author and put it on the DV Radio Facebook page or something because I can't remember. But the whole series is absolutely fascinating. Um, but that author does a lot of what if we lost technology or what if we went steam driven rather than digital driven, electronic driven. And it's really, really, really interesting work. He also wrote a book about how uh, a World War II vet got home from the uh, war in 1946, found a portal in the basement of the house he bought in uh, Sacramento, California. And that portal led him to the exact same spots in space and time. However, Columbus had discovered the Western world and the Western hemisphere. And so Western 1940s and 50s era, Western, modern Western people were discovering the native tribes and land in the Pacific Northwest and colonizing Pacific Northwest, but doing so in a way where they minimally, as minimally as possible, impacted the native population. And it's an incredibly fascinating read. Well, I do know Sorry. that it's 1230. <laughs> it's motherfucking 2023, like, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go around the room really quick before we bore everybody off of here. Uh, no, uh, mayhem, last words for our listeners on January 1st, 2023 on this barracks party. I just ask you to remember Sergeant War Dog uh, as you go through your day to day. Hope you all have a good year. Everybody be safe. Uh, don't forget, you know, you're never alone. There's always somebody out there that, that you can talk to. Uh, Mrs. Mayhem survived the show. She only lost the feeds one time, she said, so she's happy. So we're, we're happy too. <laughs> Blessings on all of you for health and peace and prosperity in 2023. Let's worry about that right now. So, yes, sir. I'll be safe. JJ, if you've got any uh, fuel left, <laughs> I've got, uh, well, one event. Uh, I've already paid for a vendor spot at Norse Forged again on January 28th. To It's the second gathering at Shattered Shield Tavern. And I was personally invited by the founder of Last Blade Standing to vend at their event at Norse Forged in Salisbury, North Carolina on February 25th. So I've got two shows in the first two months of the year to look forward to, and maybe that will launch me towards being able to do craft shows at least every other month for the rest of the year and uh, actually make a go of what I would turning. So I'm really looking forward to it. However, I will not stop doing things like making 
My first major project starting tomorrow is an urn for a service dog that passed, and that is free. That is a donation. I'm not going to stop giving urns to handlers whose service dogs passed. That's uh, kind of my way of returning to the community that helped me grow to where I'm at. So um, I'm not looking forward to making an urn for a dead service dog, but at the same time, I'm looking forward to being able to continue my mission through making an urn for a service dog. Um, So yeah, uh, 2023 is actually starting out on a good foot and holy shit, I got a lot of work to do in the next two months. Hopefully you can get that work done. Um, Oh, I will. uh, I'll die trying. Motherfucker. Right. (laughs) <laughs> I dare you to stop me. <laughs> Come on, bitch, do it. As always, folks, hey, just remember this time of year is not always the happiest for everybody. So uh, if you need to reach out and you're one of those folks, head over to ObjectiveZero.org and check out the folks at ObjectiveZero. There's always an ambassador, another veter- veteran that's willing to, to sit there and shoot the shit with you to get you through these dark times. So whether it be now, whether it be in February, whether it be you know later on in the year, it doesn't matter. Objective Zero is a great tool to have in your back pocket whenever you need it or a fellow uh, brother or sister may need it as well. So again, ObjectiveZero.org. And like everybody's already said, you know, we're not we're not alone. You know, don't be ashamed or or feel that there's any kind of shame of reaching out. Um, you know, we all have to go, you know, battle our demons from time to time. So uh, if you need to reach out, please, please do so. Yes, sir. One hundred and ten thousand percent. Chris. Good, sir. Last words for our listeners. Hey, man, to everybody except for Bo, I, I appreciate you and it's good to hear from you. Um, you know, and, and those are going to talk to very much. <laughs> or, well, you know, Frosty did get some uh, uh, ketchup flavored candy canes we could send you. <laughs> it's disgusting. Uh, you know, They're better than the hot dog flavored ones. I'm just saying. Uh, no, I'd rather eat a hot dog flavored candy cane than a ketchup one any day. <laughs> <laughs> Tune into uh, Affinity Protocol uh, tomorrow morning if you're interested in hearing some things. Uh, you know, I just spurred some ideas just in this last conversation. Last few minutes, probably talk about some asymmetric uh, encryption as well as the pros and cons of what it would mean to have voting on a blockchain system. I know people have probably heard about maybe that's something we need to look at. Uh, There are there are things that probably are not so great about it and some things that probably could be good about it. Maybe we'll talk about that tomorrow morning, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time right here on DVRadio.net. That's the Affinity Protocol, and that's every other week uh, on Sunday mornings. But again, yeah, thank you for everybody. It was good to good to be on here and hang out and <laughs> and talk to everybody. Welcome to 2023. I think it's going to be a great year. I think we're going to see some some strides happen. I know the administration hasn't been the best, but I think we're going to see uh, at least some fake fakery happening to try to rebound this economy uh, later on in the year into the spring into the summer. So we'll see how that plays out. It's just my opinion, but. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. But I do have a question, though. So I heard Mayhem mention uh, Sergeant Wardog. Did I missing something? I missing something? We'll, we'll tell you offline. Okay. Okay. No, nothing happened right. to him. Happened to him physically, but personally in his life. <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. Some personal right. issues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, I just want to make sure my man's all right. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Thanks, everybody. Uh, 
you guys tell me, should we do the tribute one more time and let the show end on that note or no? I say do it. You did a damn good job with it, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, for the Chicano wannabe, Chris, <laughs> for the Alaskan, for the Alaskan frozen pig oink, for the wood turning plays with wood, JJ, for the chaotic as fuck mayhem, I'm Bonner Wood. You just heard the New Year's Eve into the new year barracks party right here on wdvrdvradio.net we're going to end with the tribute one more time for those that might have missed it earlier please be safe if you drink don't drive do the watermelon crawl until next week flatsicles bye-bye my name is robert clary i'm an actor by profession and uh Maybe some of your parents and grandparents have seen me uh, still running on Hogan Zeros as Louis LeBeau. I am a survivor of the Jewish Holocaust. Ah, come meet the family. Well, shit. They say Alan Jordan reporting for duty. I did not come here tonight to make you laugh. I came here to sell you something. I want you to pay particular attention because the amazing Master Tool Corporation, a subsidiary of fly-by-night industries, has entrusted who? Me, to show you the handiest and the dandiest kitchen tool you've ever seen. And don't you want to know how it works? First, you get out some ordinary apples. You place these ordinary apples between the patented pan. Then you reach with a tool that is not a slicer. It's not a dicer. It's not a chopper and a hopper. What in the hell could it possibly be? It is sledge. I'm out it. I'm being shaken down for what? What did I do? Tell me. This is not right. I'm not going to fucking lay down. I'll step up. You would be wise to be quiet and listen. Everyone in this room cares about you. No one is judging you. I choose you to lead the team as a new Red Ranger. Listen to this. No one, not even a lover, looks at you as intensely and as closely as someone who intends to knock you out in the ring. I could actually feel my opponent's eyes drilling into me, examining my slightest movement, measuring my breathing, calculating my physical condition, and I did the same to him. It's no exaggeration to say that winning or losing a bout is directly related to concentration. Wow. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. I really should go home and feed my children, but as you would say, fuck them kids. I go out for a quart of milk. I come home and find my son treating his body like it was an amusement park. <laughs> just changed my mind, that's all. There's just no need to go on like this. You're all behaving just, just like children. The world has caught up with me and surpassed me. Ninety years ago, I was a freak. Today, I'm an amateur. The future isn't what you thought. It's what I am. It was the dark of the moon on the 6th of June in a Kenworth pulling logs. This is great. This is great. Balls of fire. Jerry, we don't care much for the Costanzas. We've never liked them. They're so loud. They're always fighting. It's uncomfortable. You never notice. One of the most important things that you have to do if you want to try to make sense out of any sort of mystery is to stop looking and start seeing. You think I'm scared of death? Huh? I would do anything for love. I'll never let you in 
The whole generation to think I'm the Grim Reaper. But I'll never forget the way you feel right now. Oh, no. No way. Brought you nothing but misery. Isn't it time to move on? I am the knight. How many times you wanted to get bit? The most important thing. Was the goddamn limit to everything, you know? Is you learn how to win and you learn how to lose. Including bites. And you learn who to push and who not to push. I am Batman! The best part about getting to be the lead singer of the Foo Fighters just for one song is I really do have the greatest rock and roll drummer. Waking up and wondering if anyone would really miss me if I never got out of bed. As far as you're concerned, that deal doesn't exist. And I'm here for an indefinite stay. You know, I never won one argument with my dad, no. As soon as I got close, he goes, is that right, Lou? You think you know what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm right about that. Well, have you ever been pinned down by a sniper in France? Yes, hurry home, princess. We wouldn't want to miss old daddy's celebration, now would we? Well, I... Hippies burning library cards. Happy Huffman telling everybody to steal books. I don't judge a man by the length of his hair or the kind of music he listens to. Rock was never my bag. But you put on a pair of shoes when you walk into the New York Public Library, fella. You're a comedian. You make people laugh. But you think it's all a big joke, don't you? Ain't no one going to get past Fluffy. <laughs> Ain't a soul knows how. Except for me and Dumbledore. I shouldn't have told you that. I should not have told you that. And these are the guys that Jimmy put together for what turned out to be the biggest heist in American history. I admit it's strange. It's almost like weighing someone's soul. You say you don't want to tell me how to live my life. So what do you think you've been doing? You tell me what rights I've got or haven't got and what I owe to you for what you've done for me? Let me tell you something. All I know is to sit down and order a meal. I don't know how to make a restaurant. If I have a philosophy on life, it's that we should care more about people. Families really bow their heads to pray. This isn't a hospital! It's an insane asylum! I am the amazing Jonathan, and I'm an alcoholic and a drug addict, and uh, I've done a lot in my life, and everything came crashing down when I was told I had a year to live. Not a joke. I don't even know if you can say that to Dan. You better shape up, cause I need a man. Boom, 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 boom. Gonna shoot you right down. It was easy for all of us to disappear. My house was in my mother-in-law's name. My cars were registered to my wife. My social security cards and driver's licenses were phonies. I never voted. I never paid taxes. My birth certificate and my arrest sheet. That's all you'd ever have to know I was alive. Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. So in summation, and I mean this to all of you from the bottom of my heart, fuck you all and suck my hundred million dollar cock. All channels clear, sir. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter.